0: Hi, I'm Sherilyn Fenn. Hello, this is Christabel. Hello, this is Michael Horse. I'm Amy Shields. I'm Mark Frost. Hi, I'm Kimmy Robertson. Hey, Ben, this is David Duchovny.
1: We have a beautiful, beautiful book, Twin Peaks Wrapped. the Book. You can get it at bluerosemag.com. Supplies are limited. Uh, get this bad boy while it's hot. want to say we're under the 300 mark for these books. Yes. And then yes. once they're gone, they are gone. Our thinking
2: would be that the book would be gone by the end of the year. I mean, I don't even know if it's going to last that long. But the idea was that, hey, this is the 30th anniversary. Like, wouldn't it be cool just to have a book that could be available to really diehard Twin Peaks fans?
0: Thank you for your interest and for your enthusiasm and and keeping Twin Peaks alive. i got idea, man, you take me for a walk.
1: And welcome to this week's edition of Twin Peaks Unwrapped. I'm your host, Brian Gazaska, and beside me is... Ben Durant! Hey, Ben. Hey, how are you doing? Good. And today, we are doing... Laura
2: Laura Palmer's uh, diary. Yep, The Secret Diary of Laura Palmer. This week is the 25th anniversary of the book coming out. Wow,
1: 25 years. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I'm only 11 years older than the book. So I was 11-ish when the book came out. 15 for me. I'd be 15. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm 36. You're 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 40.
2: Yep, I'm 40. Yeah, so... And the question is, should should eleven year old or fifteen year old be reading this <laughs> book? <laughs>
1: oh man. Well, you know, it was a heavy book. Now, I highly, highly recommend if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't read the book, I I would strongly suggest you stop, read the book somehow, some way there's physical copies and there's internet copies, yeah, right?
2: I, I, yeah, so I gave you my physical copy yes, that I had. I think uh, I've had it for it. 25 years. I actually did wrap it in plastic. It is, it is
1: in mint condition. <laughs> it's in good condition. Is, oh, he's thank yeah, you, Brian man. is
2: actually giving it right back to yes. Me. And then I I went and got the Kindle version. So I downloaded the kind of cool thing with the Kindle version was is there I think it was the 10th anniversary and Mark Frost had a little introduction and David Lynch had a little bit. So oh, it was cool. a little extra to kind of you know yeah. So that's an incentive. That was an incentive in- if you want if you want to have a little bit more than the original. You could download the Kindle
1: version. So get it or read it and listen to the show. I highly recommend you not listen to the show without reading it because there's a lot to talk about. And I don't want to spoil it for someone who really wants to read it.
2: And you mentioned spoilers. Where we are, I mean, like, so this is what I always call the future cast or it's a spoil cast in some ways. Brian knows right now who killed Laura Palmer. Oh, yeah.
1: We do have to mention we that. We
2: have to mention that. So so if you, if you don't want to know yet who killed Laura Palmer, skip this episode. When we come back uh,
1: next week, Brian will not know who yeah. killed Laura Palmer. So everything is recorded out of order. <laughs> We're like an episode of Lost where we do flashbacks of flash forwards. And th- this right here is a flash forward episode so in time you're listening to that those shows i truly do not know the killer up until i actually get to that episode but we pre-recorded those so those are going to happen in the future but right now in real time i do know who the killer is and this book we're going to spoil it so yeah please turn it off and listen to this episode later on but please read the book because, yeah oh my god well i mean
2: yeah it's it's you know i haven't read it in 25 years and it's like it's disturbing it's extremely disturbing oh my god ben well and i have children now so i mean i think i don't know if you know as a 15 year old of course it's it's disturbing but i don't think i i have the same yeah feelings i do now having children and and i that, i would uh, never want this on any child to have to go with what laura palmer went through yeah
1: um well i'm I, that's something I wanted to ask you, but I'll wait until we... Well, I guess I can ask you now. I mean, as... When you read... You haven't read that since then. When you read this, like...
2: I did not know who killed Laura... So, like, right. So, this is coming out September 15th. Prior yeah, pri-
0: to yeah, the Yeah,
2: prior, prior to the... Yeah, because the season premiere, I think it was the 30th, I want to say. So, right. So, it's a few weeks before the new season comes out. Mm. I read this... I still didn't know who the killer was. And we still have another, you know, probably almost two months before they reveal who killed Laura Palmer. And
1: people, now, you had told me that some people had said they figured it out because of this book
2: right and that's what um, i might that i debated with you on whether i should give it to you early or wait till and that was another thing i kind of wanted to get to this episode to be able to talk to you about but first i thought it would be good that we recorded all the episodes up to the killer before we did yeah so but the debate was do i give you the book now and would would that so i should ask you reading it
1: could is there any i don't know it was so hard as i'm reading it i'm thinking to myself okay i know who the killer is this gives me insight into it's a Shelly lot of Waitress. things. It's Shelly. <laughs> it's Shelly the Waitress. It's Shelly the Waitress. Surprise, surprise. Um, it gives me a lot of insight. Also, I'm glad I read it when I did because it connects the dots with some characters near the end. And it gives you a little more background. But honestly, if I didn't... Honestly, if I didn't know who the killer was and I read this book, it it does very, it, it really is very vague... And you know what? It does hit upon the whole metaphor stuff um, of the duality with people, the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. High theme, the bad and the good. And honestly, I don't think I could have figured it out because of the book. And I'm really surprised that if people had figured it out because of the book, Either, I don't know, I feel like they're lying or m- maybe they're just very good at reading between the lines. Because I just, I I don't think I could have figured that out. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, maybe because I, I was looking at it differently, but reading it, knowing who the killer was, you know, yeah, you know, it does give you, There. I guess there's clues because I know, right? Right. It's so hard for me to... Like, pretend I don't know reading it. I, I, yeah, I, I you hear you. It. it was hard. Sure. It was hard. I guess if I had read it and then read it again, I can have two different perspectives. But I just couldn't. Reading the book, knowing what I know, it was really interesting. I made it, I think it made it more interesting, actually. I feel like this book could have came out after the reveal of The Killer and yeah. probably would have had even a bigger impact.
2: If if we if there was still an audience for yeah, these.
1: I know. Oh. So maybe the book did come out when the iron was hot.
2: Well, yeah, you know, I think that's a good uh, thing. That you know, this was on the the New York uh, Times bestseller. It reached number four. Wow. So it was it, it, it sold well when that's it first awesome. came out. Yeah. And this was you know just uh, done by Jennifer Lynch, who wrote the book, who is uh, David Lynch's daughter. She she was 22 years old when she wrote the book. Oh my lord! And yeah, uh, and she wrote it in four days. But oh. she had she had computer problems, and all and the entire document was basically gone, erased. And I think all of her draft pretty much all of her drafts, except for her That's... first rough draft. So then I think she I don't know how long again, maybe another four days or it was probably not too long again that she basically had to recreate all her ideas Oh, to, my God. New, that, is, and, oh, that stinks. yeah, it stinks pretty bad. I you kind of it would be kind of neat if somehow you, you could somehow get those files back and be able like, oh, this is what I thought of at first, yeah. and then I had to you know where I went. um. She also had this idea for a long time. She, she she did write and she had an idea for a long time about writing a story about a diary that you'd find a girl's diary yeah. and, and the kind of story that you could create. And so when, when Mark Frost and David Lynch were talking about maybe coming out with books and other merchandise for Twin Peaks, they thought of uh, David Lynch thought of his daughter. And he reached out and was like, ah, what do you think about doing this? And
1: you stuff. know, uh, it made perfect sense. And knowing that Jen wrote this, obviously, obviously we know that Jen wrote this. It makes sense uh, for a female writer to write something like this. Um I feel like if Mark Frost or David Lynch decided, "Hey, let's do this," and one of them wrote it, oh, yeah. it might have came off it might have come off a lot of, like very different.
2: Even if even if they're in touch with uh, females, the chari- even if they're yeah. in touch with the characters, I think there is some kind of legitimacy, or you know, that, exactly that, that that Jennifer Lynch, who's a woman, I, I, I think yeah. Jennifer Lynch would say that, that this isn't based on her, no, or no, no, anything no, no. like that. But I think she can understand and relate. And I think she did do yeah. interviews with other teens and get a feel of it. But it, that it, it felt more authentic that, yeah. fr- coming from her, uh, yeah,
1: exactly. That. Knowing that a woman wrote this, it makes a lot of sense. And just, yeah, you feel like the person who wrote this is in touch with this uh, topic. I just feel like, yeah, I'm glad like you know one of them didn't decide. Hey, I'm gonna write this diary, right? And I feel like it would have came off like, yeah, different. But um, right. and the only yeah.
2: thing else I was gonna say uh, as I lose my thought is, uh, what else was I gonna say? Oh, I, I I've already lost it. <laughs> I, I I was waiting for you to finish what you had to say, and then I, I'm sorry. I, no, I'm. <laughs>
1: Do we want to get into it? I mean, uh, um, any more fact, uh, any facts about this book before we get into it? anything else? That was about it.
2: No. Okay, I'll give you some more. <laughs> I'll get all the facts out there, and then we'll. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, any go, we'll th- dive yeah. into it. So. um... Yeah, some of it I'll save. I will say this, that um, some of the bookstores wouldn't allow this to be in their book. They wouldn't sell it because they thought it was pornographic, which I think Jennifer Lynch takes a real offense of. You know, I agree. Uh,
1: No, I agree with Jen that, A, this is nothing worse than, like, if you read Zen or like, like, like any book, it's art. It's still art, a work of art, and it's literature. Right. And you, you shouldn't be banning and, books. And the I don't subject think matter.
2: Gonna... I feel like. I mean it seemed it clearly is is as a woman yeah. who's struggling with her a girl a, a, a teen, yeah, teenager, teenager her identity and stuff of like that and i yeah it's it's unfortunate that 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 yeah. yeah i mean you make a good point about huck finn it's yeah. funny how some of these books that that is it's ludicrous to think why would you ban something like that and, yeah but yeah yeah
1: like huck finn and a lot of that stuff um you, you can compare it and say well how come you're not banning that book well how come once you start banning one book you might as well just start banning them all because they all have they're all going to have stuff in there that might offend somebody right but doesn't mean we should just not sell it yeah i mean if it's a if it's a bookstore that it's their bookstore maybe now how did they know did they read this beforehand did they get something did someone tell them hey this is what's in it like yeah did they was there like a big controversy about when the book
2: came out I don't remember there being much of a controversy, okay. but I mean, clearly, I mean, clearly, there was enough for some bookstores to say, "No, we won't, we won't put this in our bookstore." Interesting. But, yeah, the other thing was this: so, you know, Jennifer Lynch becomes one of three now who, who knows who killed Laura Palmer. Mark Frost, David Lynch, sat her down and said, "We're going to have to tell you who killed Laura Palmer so that you can oh, write this story." Well, so again, yeah. there's not there's very few people who know, but she knows, of course, before second season that so that she can write this book. I'm, I'm I wish I knew when she exactly wrote it because some of stuff definitely there's definitely dialogue in here that seems very much second season i mean there's there's almost it almost is quotes that uh, of language and t- stuff that happens in the second season so i feel like i don't know if she got scripts or i imagine she was probably watched the first season and then maybe she was getting scripts to yeah. what was going to happen in the second season a little she bit she had to like yeah. they
1: probably told her like uh like maybe storyboards or a rough draft of what's going to happen maybe she was there when they were writing it and talking about right. it so she had a feeling because the book i felt does cohesively it feels like it cohesively intertwines with the show i never felt like i never read it and it felt like oh that seems different i mean i don't know who laura palmer was on the show so the way she speaks in her sure. diary
2: yeah right it's is, right. is
1: her only voice yep Right? and
2: and and I really uh Jennifer Lynch had a lot of freedom in writing writing this book which I think is great and I, at some point I'm sure we'll get to parts of the thing where there's characters which I never saw the character that way mm. on Twin Peaks like yeah, like yeah. townspeople but she has the liberty to maybe you know re- rethink them a little bit or recreate them and it's it's fascinating
1: yeah and it's also interesting that this book starts off when she's 12 yeah and it ends at her sweet 16 was it only 16 she turned 16 i thought she never made it to
2: 17 on this she never the, made
1: it to 17 the
2: funny thing is okay i'm pretty sure in the, in the show she does make it to 17 i think i thought she died at 17 Perce- but you're right i don't remember i don't remember the story going to 17 nope. so so maybe that's a that might be a um, uh, um, continuity, continuity error and the other continuity error is it goes to october 1989 at least and then there's some pages ripped out
1: yeah, and her birthday was in July of that year. She turned sixteen. Okay, so seventeen so, would have been in Ju- in July the following year, but she died.
2: Well, the it, other issue, the other no, so the issue is is in the stu- in the series she died in February twenty fourth, nineteen eighty nine. So she never made it to October of eighty nine. So
1: the oh my god, so, so there really was continuity errors. Yeah,
2: but I mean, I, I you know we can. <laughs> We could say that that uh, maybe doing having to write two diaries at the same time maybe she, she got confused or something. This
1: is true because this was, the, now, I think this is
2: actually her real diary. This is her real diary, but right.
1: then she creates a fake one to put in her bedroom. That way, if she were, everything that would have happened to her, people would see the Laura they always knew was yeah. Laura, the nice Laura, and then the bad Laura went to Harold Smith. Right, and I thought that was kind of cool, and that's why in the show. That was her. This diary you're hmm. reading in this book and on the show is the real stuff that happened to her, and she had to create this fake facade later in life. So she basically had to, like, in a couple in a couple weeks, just write some lovey-dovey stuff and keep that in her bedroom. Right. And, um, her double life. Her double life, like, yeah. and, and going back to the duality, I guess.
2: Definitely. Um, uh, yep. So well, where, where do we want to begin? I'm going to let you lead this and i'll, I'll okay
1: I'll, yeah i'll i'll leave like okay so i have notes we're gonna go through them and i have a lot but or so okay the whole bob thing and i we find out during the diary that bob means beware of bob <laughs>
2: Well, that she she decided to use that acronym. Yes, it's acronym. not a true. I
1: know, I know. But, but it, I thought that was. Kind I of funny.
2: mean, now we're we are we are at the point now where we're we're gonna talk about who killed Laura Palmer. I think we can, you know. Yes. Yeah, spoiler. You, you, boy, no. Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting that Bob is three letters and Dad <laughs> <is> three letters <laughs> as well. But you know, Dad Bob. Interesting.
1: But, uh, yeah, but so, uh, it, as I'm reading this, I wrote, you know, is is the Dad molesting her in her sleep or even Bob in her sleep? So I'm saying, like, is she being drugged by her dad, and Bob is molesting her? Now this is uh, this is going in order as I read the book, so these are my thoughts. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, so she talks about Bob doing these horrible things to her, right? But there's a separation because we there's times where her dad and her mom, her dad isn't much in this. It Diary. is funny that
2: you're right. He isn't He fades
1: it, away near the end. You yes. barely hear about him. I or mean, at Sina. one point,
2: at one point, she's saying he seems to be spending less and less time with me, and she compares to Audrey Horn and how the relationship between Audrey Horn and Ben Horn, and she's like, "Oh, now I kind of understand what Audrey must be going through because yeah. my dad doesn't seem to be around as much." Yeah. stuff, which is yeah. And he has
1: late nights, and then he, there's one one thing where he actually goes to bed early. They hmm. have dinner, and he goes to bed early. So uh, all little clues, but I
2: like that. I never, I don't know why I never thought of this—that he, she could have been getting drugged. I never realized that. I really thought. I mean, you could look at it both ways: is it mm. the spirit of Bob that is doing these horrible acts, or is it her father? That's what I couldn't figure out. This whole book—they um, I mean, never do. They're not. They don't really say. They, I don't think they ever say what Bob is. We never
1: really learn we, what. But here's and, the thing: we, we, we. Okay, so Bob in Leland. Bob takes over Leland's body. So in the show, he, the spirit of Bob embodies Bob in, in, in uh, Leland. And Leland comes out and says, because he was a weak soul, that Bob could take over and do these horrible things. And all these horrible things he's did yeah. and blah, 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 blah. And when Bob leaves Leland, he pulls a zip cord. And that way Leland knows everything he did. Right. And then he ends up dying, um, knowing what horrible things he did so yeah and and, uh, just the last thing what you were saying is like she definitely has these dreams
2: as bad things are happening and i take it as are they really dreams are these terrible acts really happening to her and and she's not either not waking up or she's suppressing them and doesn't want to think about them and so she says oh it was a dream that this stuff happened
1: yeah and then um so okay yeah that goes right into my next thing I think it's Donna, because her and Donna are really close at this time. She's 13 or 12, and her and Donna are really close. Um, I think it's Donna. Something about... So in the diary, she decides, I'm going to write poetry for when I have these bad dreams and Bob comes to visit me. Right. So she creates these poetry that it's, like, cryptic, because she feels that if someone were to read this, she would feel bad. And, yeah, she's suppressing all her feelings because this Bob person is, like, basically molesting her, raping her, yeah. sexually assaulting her. Um, And so, yeah, I mean. I, yeah, so you, you mentioned
2: poetry. I, I, I was looking for the exact place where it was, but there was one poem she did where she was talking. I think it was kind of a poem where she's talking about skipping with like, it, I don't know if she actually says Bob, but she's saying they, they used to, when they first met Bob, that she was skipping with him and then it turned into something worse. But that skipping made me think of, like, when do you play? Or, like, she was even talking about play. And I was thinking, there's a, a thing when you're young with your dad, you might go and play with him and you get older, you're less playing. And I yeah. don't know. It was,
1: I, I, but don't forget, she was like 12, 13, so she's still young. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, as I'm reading this, I keep forgetting the age. Because oh, yeah. you read this and you're like, oh my God. And then you, and at the very end, they remind you how old she was, and you're uh. like, "Oh my God, this is bizarre." So, um, the the poems become a cry for help. I think um, the poems become to you kind of have to read between the lines with the poems to kind of see what's going on. But here's what I got: is Bob in the beginning of the book? I'm like, is Bob trying to take her body? Because Bob got a hold of Leland. Mm-hmm. But I do remember Leland saying or some something saying that they didn't they say like that they wanted Laura's but she was too strong? Yes, you got it. Yeah. Yep. So I feel like this book is Bob the spirit, not Leland. Trying to take over her body, right? And the and fact, can't get a hold of her. I agree with 100%. you, hundred percent. hundred percent, I agree. Yeah. And here's,
2: I mean, like it's hard because, of course, I know more information than you. Yeah. But yeah. like, you look at this, you you look at the diary, and all of a sudden, I mean, we're getting really far down, but yeah. through the book, where all of a sudden Bob is coming through her writing. She'll be talking, and all of a yeah. sudden these, you know, uh, capital letters that Bob is suddenly speaking, and she's writing what Bob is saying. So it's like. Is Bob is he, Bob writing, or she's she's becoming Bob? Or yes.
1: Something? Yeah. No. I totally agree. That's that's what did it for me. Was that because my mind went, my thoughts went, okay, Bob is a spirit trying to take over her because she's having a conversation on these pages with herself. Yeah. But my other thought was, well, is she putting her diary down and then Bob picking it up and responding? <laughs> and then, no. she, but it, it's too quick. It's a full on conversation and Yes, I do think Bob is this spirit, this evil spirit, but it's taking advantage of her. It's like a succubus and or an incubus. So like then they have those spirits that would be sexual assault people. They had the su- yeah. succubus and the incubus. I kind of feel like it's kind of falls in line with those, and it's it. But it's it's um, taking advantage of her in a way that she has to suppress her feelings and get into drugs to make herself numb to keep Bob away. And then I was finding the parallel with Mike, the one-armed man. He would take drugs to keep, um, to keep, um, Yeah, it's Mike. Mike. So
2: Philip Jard. Philip Jard would take
1: the drugs to keep Mike away at bay. But then when he forgot to take his drugs, uh, he would come out. Right. And I was kind of like, wow. So that's so, that kind of reminded me of that, like, Later we, I, laura mean, gets yeah, into I mean drugs the
2: idea of numbing the pain and, yeah. and not having to deal with reality could we not not dealing with reality in the fact it could uh Philip not want to deal with the reality that he was being possessed by a spirit yeah so, yeah. It,
1: yeah like so he found a secret way to keep himself right in good levels but laura she's way too young and she doesn't know what is going on, so I think her story is a little bit different than Giard's, You know? Yeah,
2: you know. And so in um, one of the diary entries, August thirty first, nineteen eighty four, there's a place where she says, "Sometimes I think there's someone inside me, but it's, it, it, but it is another strange part of me." She also is kind of going into whether she feels like she could have a baby or something like that a little bit. But I still – I took that part where she feels like there's someone inside of her. Yeah. Kind of uh, made I, me think of Bob. and.
1: No, but because she uh, actually makes references to the nice Laura inside of her. Yeah. And how that's been suppressed so this Laura can come out and she doesn't like the nice Laura. Mm. But I almost feel like, is that Bob talking or – you know bob there is points in time yeah she does bob does take over so maybe it's not i'm 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 probably reading way too much into it but like the nice lore is suppressed the bad lore is coming out but she thinks she's bad she's not truly a bad person she has good intentions but well later on i think she does she has more good i feel like she wants to re, she wants to redeem herself but um in my notes I'm going too far ahead of myself. Oh, um, well,
2: yeah, I mean, I mean, I. Everybody knows our style. We are not. Uh, we're, we are not very. You know, we're not going to be rigid. We're not going to go every entry of this. You know, I, while you're looking at your notes, I want to quickly yeah. say that you know, there's another great podcast we mention all the time. It's a. Uh, uh, sparkwood in 21 yes. they're great they i love those guys i mean M yeah. and steve they did a, a three-part uh podcast on the diary honestly
1: <laughs> after after hearing that before i was like three part and then i'm like yeah i guess i could see that
2: right so we're gonna i mean the, ours is gonna be one part but if you want if you want even more detail than yeah, what we're giving to, to i would recommend checking their stuff out
1: yeah um so i wrote on um, maddie has dreams and a pregnant dream. That was on page 16. And we're going to come back to that because later on, that does come true. Yeah. And a spoiler alert. I, well, I not Maddie, there.
2: right? Or Laura? You're saying, or, uh, uh, I think
1: Maddie has dreams. Yep. Yeah. Maddie has dreams and there's a pregnant dream on page 16 I wrote. Okay. And I, I took note of that because later on in the book, uh, I, I guess we'll just jump there. Uh, yeah, just jump. Laura... She does have a baby. Yeah, and shocking. Know, She does. Yeah, I was shocked. I was like, oh, my God, she's pregnant. And she doesn't know whose it is. Maybe it's Bob's. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> well, that's my other thought was yeah. like,
1: okay, if it was her dad molesting her. Mm. That's right. That's, that could be, right? Yeah. So she's done all these, hor- well, she's done all these stuff, and she's never gotten pregnant. And then all of a sudden, she's pregnant, and she doesn't know whose it is. But it also could have been Bobby's. Yeah, it could have been... Bu- I mean... <laughs> it could have been Shocks. It could have been Leo. There, there's a
2: section where they, all the people that she's, she's yes, left with and stuff, yes. I, don't, I don't know where that falls in with uh, having the baby and stuff. That was she...
1: actually not that... It was actually right before it, because okay. she was going to write um, a thing for the Flesh Magazine. Oh, yeah. And she had... Flesh World there, Flesh, yeah. Flesh World. She used initials. I was like, that's a long list.
2: Yeah. So, um, real quickly, since we brought it up... Uh, yeah. Um, so, Jennifer Lynch... Put, like, all the writing staff, the initials of them, and she put herself in as one of the lovers of of, of Laura Palmer. So I think that's kind of funny. I mean, she basically – you're making up initials, and some of them would be initials from the TV show that you could say, oh – You know, these initials match up with this. But then she was like, oh, let's put all the writers in there. And let's put myself in
1: there. That is awesome. (laughs) That's a nice little Easter egg. And
2: so you mentioned Maddie. I want to quickly say that, you know, so Maddie and Maddie and Donna and Laurel hang out. They sleep sleep outside. They go camping. When Maddie comes to the series, it seems like Maddie and Donna don't even know
1: each other. I know. I mean, it's so weird in some ways. You're right. You're right. You know, and also, by the end of this book, Maddie and Laura just talk once in a while but Donna and Laura are not friends anymore. Yeah. And then in the in the show they're best they're, friends. All three of them are hanging out. Oh, uh, remember or, no the t- James yep. hang- Donna, James and Laura are hanging out. The whole picnic stuff, yeah. Yeah, and right. I'm like, "Well, that's Obviously I mean, yeah. Different. I mean, it definitely seemed to go back. I mean, that's what
2: you know. High school kids are. I think. I mean, they have times where they're best friends, and then the next day they they don't want to talk to each other. But, but also, you're right. it did seem like it kind of ended with them not being as close. And, and Donna sh- was going off to college.
1: I didn't remember that. Right? Yes, yeah, she was wow. like she was like looking. At, she was gonna leave town for two weeks to look at colleges.
2: Well, you know, she could still be. You could you could be a junior and be doing that, right? You could be a junior in high school. I think that's when they start. Oh, okay. Or you could even be a senior. Yeah, you, I'd say you could be a junior or a senior. So she's not like next month she's going to go to college. It could still be That's a, a year or That's two. That's true. That's true. But You're
1: I, right. yeah, but still, yeah, it kind of threw me off a little bit. Um, so, and I, I have another line here, but this, no, no, but, it was line.
2: So this was a. Uh, this is near the beginning of the book again, July twenty second, nineteen eighty four, and she <laughs> mentions that um, I. She mentioned her dad liking the woods and that one one night I had a dream that dad moved us to a, a house oh. deep in the woods and my bedroom had a big tree outside the window with two songbirds nesting there. But basically that, like, her mm. dad liked the woods and it's like, that was yeah. kind of like, oh Yeah, and, and, I,
1: I, I didn't put that together. Yeah, that's and that's an interesting little clue. But still, this book struggles with the fact, is it, uh, it, it feels like, is, yeah, like, it's a soul. But maybe Leland... Maybe there is times when Bob is in Leland and stuff happens out in the woods like the uh, maybe that is really happening and maybe it's the spirit that's trying to take over Laura but can't so it goes back to Leland to take advantage of her. I, yeah. I mean I don't know right? right like it's so hard to really read into it It is I agree. um the hooting though. <laughs> there's definitely a lot of owl references in, in this the be- book yeah, more than said, the,
2: the series i think
1: they said laura was sleeping and she was making hooting noises. her mom's
2: kind of making fun of her and into- tell or, or she was yeah no i think she was afraid that her mom was going to say something about yeah. her hooting or something like yeah. that
1: Yeah. so I, I was also thinking is i wrote bob might use her dad to get inside of her mm-hmm. like so like you're saying like bob is using her dad as a vessel to maybe get his spirit into her it, because maybe it's just not working the way he's trying to get into her, you know. Yeah. I, I I don't know, but yeah, the hooting. Because you made the reference when Leland's in prison, right. he starts slapping and he's hooting, and yeah. I didn't realize he was hooting. Yeah, he's
2: hooting. Yeah, yeah, he's so, does it, he, he does it when he's all furious, and even uh even when they interrogate him,
1: he's he goes hoo hoo or something like yeah, that. He does something yeah. like, that. I'm like that's a yes. <laughs> yep. So like yeah, so is 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 Bob trying to? Yeah, that kind of gives me, I don't know, makes I me know, think, I think that. I think you're on the right so. track. I
2: definitely think that's it. There's another entry in the jo- diary on July 23rd, 1984, where she talks about going to the woods out near Pearl Lake, which is right where Leland's grandfather was. And she mentioned about how she saw um, a man with a, yeah, what was it, like the, yeah, the, the long hair. Yeah. So to me, it was still referencing Bob, but it was yeah. interesting to put Bob in where Pearl Lakes is because that's where we're led to believe Leland first met Bob. Exactly. So, so
1: this character has been around for a long time. Yeah. And Leland has been bringing his family there, and he was. I'm sure. A kid yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So like, if you see a strange man where you go to vacation, you must keep going there. I guess you're like, <laughs> oh, Bob's there. Bob. Bob. Good times. Yeah. Good times. Oh. Um, so you know in the beginning of this book it is an it is quite and yeah i mean it is an interesting read because it's really about her discovering herself but because of bob or what is happening to her that she doesn't know it's re- repressing her feelings so when she does things she thinks she's in the wrong um she feels wrong about it like she's discovering herself as a young woman i I mean it's so hard because she's so young so it's hard for me to even say that it i feel like like maybe because of bob or what is going on that she doesn't know she's getting into things a little too young yeah and doesn't know how to feel about these things because she's too young to understand right She's like thirteen. I mean, I think. You know? I mean, they
2: say sometimes with with, with this ter- terrible trauma that you almost like grow up faster because mm. you know she she probably did have sexual situations before you know most of her classmates would usually have that where because she was yeah. being you know, molested at such a young age and exactly and it's yeah
1: Ugh. yeah so like she's having these sexual things and she feels wrong about them but also she doesn't know what to do with them so she's like basically repressing them and. That's when the good Laura starts to disappear, and this this crazy Laura appears. You know, yeah. I kind of feel like this is the beginning. She, of it. Yeah,
2: I mean, she says it a couple different ways, and I'm, I'm not gonna be able to quote it right. But she kind of talks about oh, like. In a way, kind of taking her care of herself. Like, a lot of times the fake Laura, or not even the fake Laura, the nice Laura yeah. does all this thing for everybody, and she wanted to, she wanted to, feel, in a way she wanted to feel good, but by being bad. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, she yeah, wanted yeah. to have pleasures, and she wanted to do things that she just wanted to do, because I think she, mm-hmm. there was so much pain in
1: her life and stuff. That yeah, and that pain is really, and she talks about Bob, so the pain is Bob, really. Yeah. You know, so that could be your dad or right. but right now we don't know. It's just kinda like it's her the spirit or something. Yeah.
2: Or but, you know, when I think we were on her first birthday or when we got in there that she got the pony Troy. Yes. And uh and uh we we later learn, learned that it was a really a gift from Benjamin Horn, that he was really the one that gave her the she, horse.
1: Yeah, and she says she loses she lost respect for her dad because her he da- took
2: credit for something that he, it wasn't from. Yeah. yeah,
1: but I mean, I bet you her his dad her dad was probably couldn't afford it, but want you know Ben helped him out, right. and then of course she finds out the truth because she's actually helping um, Jonathan. Yeah, Johnny there, Johnny, Johnny Horn, Johnny yeah. Horn, <laughs> yeah. and. It's interesting. He plays a big role. I mean, he plays a decent role in this book, and they only show him like once or twice in the show. And you said there was going to be a side plot with him. Yeah, originally it was a side plot, and there was definitely um,
2: unseen stuff in the script where I think I shared with you that he might have known who killed Laura Palmer. That, Like, because he had mental issues, he might have had secrets that Jacoby was trying to get out of him. So there was this whole subplot where Jacoby would spend time with him, and he would try to get the answers to who killed Laura Palmer. You know...
1: It's not very far-fetched after reading the book because when I saw the show, I thought about that. I'm like, oh, is he going to play a part? And in the book, she starts to babysit him. And this is when I think the nice—this is near the end of the book, but uh, the, the the nice lore comes out kind of like a redeeming quality was she wanted to help him. And then she started being like, well, he can't say much or doesn't know much. And she started saying stories to him Hmm. of her real life. Yeah. And I was like, oh, she can confess to him anything. Right. And... Like if they played that into the show, that would work. Yeah, that could have been something. But anybody, I, if, you, I think you. you know, were, I can't
2: remember if you had this idea too that maybe he wasn't really mentally challenged. Like it yes, could have been, I, I had a theory that he was. I, but I like that yeah. too. That I think it's that interesting to have those those dual personalities that he isn't really who we think he is. Yeah. So yeah, and I think we're kind of in the same spot where where she talks about Johnny. She says, "I understand Johnny more than I do a lot of other people. Perhaps I could find a way to spend more time with him." And he is so often left alone. So there's something I think you see throughout this. You see so so much pain and it, so so much uh, self destruction of herself, but mm-hmm. at the same time, throughout this book, you see times where she wants to help people. Like she can, yeah, yeah. she can relate to Johnny. I mean, she can relate to these other people, and meals she wants meals on wheels. Right? She she heard. I mean, there's a point where Norma says there's all these elderly in the in the in the Twin Peaks, and they have nowhere to go. And yeah. She, and it was Laura Palmer who comes up with the idea to do the Meals and Wheels plan, where where she can deliver food to yeah. them and spend time with them. And
1: yeah. Yes. Yeah, so so it's like these in, – in, I feel like she does these redeeming qualities near the end of the book. Hmm. It's almost like a redemption for her. Like I, 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 she knows she did all these weird, wacky things and horrible things. And then she's like, I want to do something for someone else. Yeah. Like that old lore is coming through.
2: I mean, I think it's just a constant struggle. I hmm. think there's constantly – yeah, She she wants to be good. She wants to do good things. And maybe she doesn't feel good about herself and that she goes down this – spiral yeah death. yeah
1: In oh so cream corn i made note that laura's favorite meal was potato <laughs> pancakes and cream corn toppings and then that kid makes an appearance in the book
2: he does um right uh the the tremond i think uh grandson there
1: yeah yeah and i was like wow he just we... does a coin trick i think As a coin trick a yeah, magic trick there but, but yeah. we had a theory that that would have been Bob Snow. Who would have that been? I mean,
2: I don't know if it's early to even talk about the theory that, that it could, could have been Leland... Or something like could have been a, a oh Will and uh, as, as a child or great... L- I mean, but yeah, I mean, I guess I I question is whether he was real because we go we, when uh, Donna and Cooper go to the house, the Tremont, the don't grand exist. They don't exist. So the priest, the grandmother, it, it appears they don't exist. I mean, they, we, you know, the yeah, the, the, yeah. the woman who answers doesn't know anything about them. So I mean, it was. I think it's something to revisit down the road. And there is no proof. I don't think either way. Like when the whole series is over, you and I will be sitting here <laughs> and we can still be saying, "Well, that grand ki- that grandchild, who was he? What was the yeah. purpose of him and stuff?" Yeah. And I think that's what the fun about Twin Peaks is not really yep. having all the answers.
1: Yeah, I agree. And seeing that kid make an appearance in this book was interesting but
2: yeah the but cream corn right the cream corn it's funny that i mean i get like do so i keep yeah. thinking she must have had the scripts to like the season premiere of the of the second season or something or like what what made her think of cream corn unless maybe her da- maybe <laughs> maybe david lynch and
1: jennifer lynch sit around eating cream corn. <laughs> no. cream corn parties yeah. but like yeah I, I mean why would laura's favorite top, cream corn topping and then that kid does the cream corn magic trick right. in front of donna and then I mean when I saw
2: that too it made me think is like is it all in her mind it's like mm. one of those things where with with being having child abuse does she create these other Beings to make things like did yeah. she did she create this little boy who didn't like cream corn yeah I don't know yeah, yeah, but it's just funny yeah. that to link it like that
1: yeah it is weird uh, I, I the cream corn stood out for me
2: and did you already mention I think you may have already mentioned that sometimes it says in in the diary here that some but sometimes mom and I think the same thoughts have the same dreams and she knows better than than to think I'd stay in my room when I know but she again it's yep. I mean we've kind of talked through the series that there was scripts that talked about that. That that they that maybe uh, Laura and her mom and Don, I mean, not Donna, um, Maddie all shared dreams and had these uh, special gifts and yeah, stuff.
1: Yeah, we, you know. But
2: it shows up again in, in the diary here. Yeah,
1: in the diary. They had like a four-hour conversation. Oh, and then she went to go up to her room and Leland's like, oh, you don't want to spend time with your parents? And oh, you yeah, know, yeah, 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 right. But yeah, yeah, we talked about, I, I think that could be, because we saw on the show that Maddie saw Bob. Yep, And maybe Bob was trying to take Maddie because Laura was gone. Well, he did. <laughs> well, Bob did take Maddie, but maybe, like, Bob taking over Maddie because Bob was trying to take over Laura, yeah, couldn't, that's it something. couldn't do it. So maybe Bob gets frustrated that it can't control that person, hmm. and then Leland kills the person. I, I mean, that's yeah, a theory. I don't know. Um. But- so I, my theory, so... Uh, Laura has a cat named Jupiter and you're going, well, on the show, she doesn't have a cat named Jupiter because someone kills the cat, runs the cat over. I think it was her dad. That's my theory. Her dad ran over a cat? I did. I do. He didn't want any happiness at all. He just like, i thought not was, let you have the cat. I think it was Bob in yeah. Leland and we all know that Bob wouldn't control Leland, is a horrible driver. <laughs> That's true. <What> it- <laughs> hey, here's my theory. My, my, my. Uh, the reason I, I think this is that um, she had stopped writing in her diary. Hmm. And I th- her parents know where her diary was. There's no secrets here. The, the dad knows where the diary is. The mom's going to know where the diary is. Parents know where their kids' diaries are, no matter how hard they think they can hide it. I think Bob, went in Leland saw was reading the diary. I think Bob was using everything that they read in that diary as ammunition. And I think when he saw that she'd stopped writing in the diary, they they ran over the cat. Interesting. I, that's my theory. Yeah. Because they kept saying like, nobody stopped. And I know there's a parallel down the road. And I don't want to get to it. Yeah. I just want to get to Yeah, because I feel then we'll just jump a lot. But... There is a parallel in the book with a girl with her cat, but I also feel like uh maybe Bob wanted the cat dead to get her to start writing back in that diary again.
0: Hmm.
1: Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I mean
2: for me it was kinda of like if I like the idea that it could be Bob, but I I look at it as
1: he doesn't want her to be happy at all. Well that too. That <laughs> yeah. too. I think that that like you didn't stop writing your diary. Run over your cat. You'll start writing your diary. And, Yeah, it doesn't want you to be happy too. I, I know. I that's my other part. But I, I just feel like it, and because then his her dad was just like, he he wasn't even home when it happened, and then he was saying how he wished he was home because he could guess what kind of car it was, <laughs> and, um, all this stuff. I just, You're right.
2: So it's another time where Leland, just happens to not be around yeah, when this is happening. When this and is stuff. happening. Yeah. So
1: like that's why I just have a weird. That's my theory. I mean, I know nobody will really ever know. Um, And then I wrote, after that, after she starts writing back in her diary, a poem represents Bob, and there's another poem. So I feel like Bob got what he wanted and then, um, you know, tormented her some way in her sleep. Hmm. Um, The log lady makes an appearance. Oh, yeah. The log lady sees. That's all I wrote. Um, oh, I, I, I know there's so, well,
2: more of that. Well, I'll, I'll share some of this. I mean, yeah. so she has she has this dream of of uh, River Road or something like where she has a dream or a premonition or something where she feels like she has to go to this place, and yeah. so she goes there, and there's the log lady there and stuff, and they talk, and and I mean it's a pretty it's a pretty cool uh, exchange where you know log, log lady is really feels like you know life will be all right you're gonna
1: make it and stuff yeah
2: and she has a lot of good advice for her and I, I thought it was a pretty cool scene to have and the
1: owls the owls right. are not as they seem and that's
2: right the owls are not what they seem or, and that's really much f- from the second season so, yeah, so again yeah. i feel like jennifer lynch must have had that dialogue to put in there
1: and then like you know there's people in the woods watching there was something to that effect wasn't there something yeah i think the dark were...
2: woods and yeah
1: yeah and so and she got she gets dragged out to these woods to be molested and then i i feel like it's a lot of internal struggle where she goes out to that same spot she's been molested by bob and she tries to take ownership of that um of that horrible act with herself and i feel like that's the internal struggle is her trying to take back her you know like so she's just Basically, trying to take back what this person is taking away from her. Um, and then I noticed she takes another year off in her diary. There's, hmm. This is the second time where she takes she takes time off.
2: And I like to think that means things are getting better. Maybe I, yeah, don't, know why I don't know. So much time has passed.
1: Um, she takes another year off, and she feels pain inside. Is someone reading her diary to take advantage of her, Bob? Uh, Bob and others want to come in. Yeah, there was something where she said Bob and others want to come in, and I feel like those are the spirits that you mm, know. Want. I don't
2: remember the more than one. Do you, do you think there was more than one that were interested? Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, I don't, I, I wrote it for some reason. Um, I just read the whole book yesterday and <laughs> today, so I know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you can type in keywords, but it was like Bob sure. and others want to come in, but um. They oh, want to come in, huh? Yeah, Bob and others want to come in. I, I, that's all I have. I mean, I, I feel like someone is reading her diary to take advantage of her because the diary.
2: Oh, there was one, and, and there was one. I actually was uh, there was one where uh, it actually happened on October fourteenth. I not October. I'm sorry, September four, or September fifteenth. Which is funny because uh, we're recording this and, and it will happen tomorrow, yes. the October. <laughs> I'm sorry, September fifteenth. And it talks about somebody's been reading her diary, yeah. and and she feels violated, and yep. she, and she she I think she's wondering is it mom and dad? Like what's going on
1: here? That's mm-hmm. what I think. I think it's her dad. And then she finds a new spot for it. She's hiding in the bedpost, but her dad knows where the spot is because she made, yeah. makes reference to it. Um. So
2: I like. Or did she... she? I think she was. I think she was going to hide it behind a, a a bulletin board. I thought she was going to tape it behind. I don't think. It, I don't think it'll fit in in the bedpost. Yeah, or... wasn't she
1: putting it in a bedpost or something? I think that's
2: where cigarettes were. But oh. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think. I think the diary's too big to fit into that. Was it... I think she wanted to do that, but it was too big, okay, so she okay. had to put it in a
1: yeah. A different spot. But I still feel someone's read. You know, someone's reading it. Um. So I put Laura breaks free at sixteen. Oh, okay. Laura breaks free. And I don't think she was 16 at the time. I, I think I was just guessing at the age. Laura breaks free and doesn't feel ashamed anymore and calls onto Bob at the spot in the woods, which we just talked about. Um and she like I feel like she was trying to take ownership of her own body because this person was taking advantage of her so much. Yeah. So it's sort of like uh this you can't do this to me. Only I can. Right. That's what I got out of it anyway. But there's also an owl seen swooping by her. Right. So then I was like and then Bob comes out and says, I saw you. Yeah. Um, so we we have talked about the owls representing the spirits or the owls being yeah, you know, I like the for,
2: idea that it's a spirit. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, with the idea of the owls are in the roadhouse, and you see the giant, and and we see the owl uh, face over Bob. I yeah, mean, definitely, it definitely seems to be the connection that the the spirits of uh, uh, the spirits of the town or the woods is yep. the owl, or the owls are the spirits. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um.
2: So there was a, I'm trying to think that we we had some dialogue in one of the entries where um, they went skinny dipping. Do you remember like yes, Donna went Skinny Dipping? Yep, and yep. that that came right from Twin Peak. I mean we saw that in, the, in in an episode with Donna and Harold, and Harold said he'll read some of the diary, and he read some of the diary, and Donna and it's that whole it, it's like a condensed version of that, but basically Donna goes, Let's go skinny dipping and stuff. Yep, yep. And even that, like, it's funny how it's more innocent, Donna, but but she's still kinda she's with Laura, but she's a little more innocent, and mm-hmm. Laura's got like two guys on her and uh Yup
1: yep, and um yeah, Donna's just like I like this boy. I like this boy. And <laughs> I want to talk to him more. And, less, yeah. and it's almost like the duality again. It's like Donna is the innocent version of Laura. And yeah. Laura is the bad version. Right. yin, yin and And then you look
2: at the second season where Donna seems like she wants to be Laura. She wears these glasses and she looks tough and she wants to you know, uh, have yeah. sex with James through the bars and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah.
1: and is that Donna? That's Donna going, if I can go to the dark side, I can figure out what happened to... Laura,
2: or I think th- for there, I think she wanted to keep James. I think she was think James yeah. seems to be love Laura. He seems like he's falling in love with Maddie, and maybe if I was darker and tougher, and I could you know keep him or something. But like. in the
1: diary, Laura falls in love with James because he is um, like he's a strong person, and he's he can he like the innocent. Laura. That's why she fell in love with him. Yeah. uh, And and it it was James,
2: too, that she stopped doing drugs with James, which is is really cool.
1: Yeah. And, you know, so, yeah, it was interesting. But it's weird because in the book, we don't hear about James until almost the last five pages, like very end. I'm like, where the hell is James coming to this?
2: And I guess that, I mean, I guess he really, he must have been recent. Like, he was just in a recent. yeah, secret Boyfriend, that it wasn't something that yeah. had been going on And long. there's pages
1: ripped out, so I think that's right. – maybe there's stuff in there.
2: You know, they briefly – this isn't a big – but they briefly mentioned uh, in you know an October 20th, 1985 uh, journal about the book house. You know, the book yes, house boys. I saw the book house. Yeah, yep. the book house. But, like, the idea that there are books in here and people are sitting around uh, reading the books and that there's, like, a coffee house. And it, and it goes – and in the diary it says uh, – it is a coffee house, mostly for guys. Girls are allowed, but it's mostly like a guy's hangout. So it is like that uh, yep. secret society, but it's kind of funny how Laura interprets it as like, oh, it's a coffee house and guys are hanging out. It, like, <laughs> It's kind of funny. And, you know, there were I think there were some scripts where James would be reading a book, but they cut that out. But it's kind of funny to think that, like, this is like an intelligent – talented uh, m- you know men's group that we kind of like sit around reading books, books or something drinking coffee. I mean I think I feel like that was maybe the origins but you you never see any you never see Harry Truman sitting around reading a book no I mean, it's no like, it's like, for, like it's just more of the uh, the idea that this is a, a society that
1: a club, a club yeah. yeah um now yeah Bobby tells Laura that he loves her so she pushes him away. So you get into this whole relationship between Bobby and Laura, which is interesting. I, I and they have crazy adventures. Um, okay, are you going anywhere else with that? Well, I was gonna say. I, this is what I wrote: Bobby tells her that she loves him, and she pushes him away. And I wrote, "Does she have a Bob in her? <laughs> Does she have a Bobbing quotes <laughs> oh. in her? She speaks of the old Laura inside and the new Laura taking over." And that's what made me think, is Bob the evil inside? Now, you know, I'm not saying what she had inside was evil. She wasn't evil. She was just trying to be this different Laura. But is Bob inside of her? Like, is she pushes Bobby away. And Bobby seemed generally like, like he cared for her. Yes. In the beginning.
2: So this is a, this is a reference, really, to the first season where, where – uh, Bobby uh, has gone to see Dr. Jacoby, and Dr. Jacoby really wants to get information about Laura and stuff. But he says... did he make you, did she make you cry when you had sex and stuff yes. like that? And this is this is exactly that. They, ha- they had sex in the diary here. They, uh, Laura talks about it. And she does make fun of him and laughs at him for saying, I love you Laura. Yep. And, and really what she's doing, it's a, a defense mechanism. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't feel like she's maybe good enough or she doesn't feel yep. safe uh, you know, bring, having this love. So yep. she kind of pushes him away and decides to do this. But I thought it was interesting. It really does seem to to be the reference to the sh-
1: series the where, show. Where,
2: where where Dr. Jacoby says did she make you cry and stuff.
1: Yeah, what a mean guy. Um, and I mean, he was he was quite interesting too. He, we get into him later on. Um and and then I wrote is she trying to take back herself from Bob like a defense mechanism, which we've kind of hit on. Um Oh, this is like when she starts writing Bob-ish in her diary. Hmm. I go halfway in she becomes schizophrenic. And Bob shows up on the pages, so that's when I was like, "Yeah, Bob is a spirit because why would she start writing like that?" And she even right. references the fact that he he's showing up. She's like, "Did I? I didn't write that, you know?" like yeah. So Bob's taking over, um, and I wrote. I think Bob is trying is trying to take over her from her dad, and then obviously she's into she gets into drugs. Uh, she gets into cocaine, um, and I wrote, the drugs might be keeping Bob away, so she, when she's high, she's numb, she's escaping Bob, and also she's not home. Yeah. When she's not home, but there is some times when she does see Bob when she's not home. Hmm. So that, made, you know, that was kind of interesting, and I, I also wrote, the lack of sleep makes her weak, so I feel like love, being nice, is like making her weak for bob but then when she's be she's being herself and she's being strong not herself but she'd be like strong doing drugs it's making it's kind of defense de- defending her away from bob like she's she's not weak for bob to take over yeah but she's moment of weaknesses and then bob takes over on the pages right yeah i mean i don't know it's just there's a lot there right yeah, it is you know
2: if a. Uh... I, I think the fans were have been really hoping that they could come out with an audiobook where it would be I know this would be a tough oh, audiobook, it would be a tough audiobook, but, audiobook to read right but uh, but, uh, but Shirley Lee could do the could do the voiceover like to have the real Laura Palmer doing the voice of, of the diary would be amazing and I think you know Jennifer Lynch, kids I think on Twitter that she said I would do the voice of Bob <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Lynch doing all the Bob scenes of it. that'd be funny and that stuff. would be but cool. I would love I was really hoping with the 25th anniversary that they maybe they would really release the book or they would do something to remember that but you know here we are the week of the 25th anniversary and uh, it's been quiet but I th- yeah. I think partly it's too because Twin Peaks and we're still another we're probably still another year at least a year away before the new series maybe two years away so yeah I mean I guess I think we're probably gonna get a lot more stuff when we get closer to the new series yeah. and Mark Frost's book that he's uh, working on. Yeah, yeah, and
1: that book is going to give us like what the people have been up to, so I right, think for the past twenty five years you yeah. get a little
2: this sto- yeah, history. So who
1: knows? Maybe they'll re-release this.
2: That's what I thought. I mean, what, I mean, they really should. They should re-release the this. They should. They should re-release. Uh, Dale Cooper has a book that I think. I mean, I, I we've talked a little bit about it, but I think I it'd saw be great- that he has
1: a book. I'm like yeah. we got to do that.
2: I, I really think we should wait till the series is over yeah. before we get into the movie. We should do the book. But so there's a book. Then we we've already done the audio tape of uh, Diane. The Diane tapes. Yep. they should re-release that on a digital <laughs> that- version. <laughs> That
1: would be cool. But, yeah,
2: because I hear that you know some of these things are hard to find. Sometimes they sell these for a hundred dollars. These books and stuff.
1: Yeah. So
2: I mean, I mean, you can get it through Kindle some of it, but it would be nice to re-release it.
1: Yeah, to have a physical thing.
2: I did find that uh, that that poem that she wrote. I just fascinating. I you know I don't have a way with words, but I still will read that thing about her. a memory of a memory of skipping. I was small, looking up at him before he told me to lie down or to say things, before he told me the opening that opening my mouth was bad that we had a secret before he began to turn me inside out with his dirty claws before i saw him on on the tiny hill we used to skip hold hands talk about what we saw he told me what to see but i didn't see it i have been blind i think even ever since the skipping stopped
0: yeah. So, I mean,
2: Th- this idea of skipping is a childhood thing. And I don't know. I really do kind of connect it to her dad in the sense that, like, that's something you might do with your child when you're younger. Yeah. And you get. And, oh, I don't
1: it, know. and she does talk about how Bob, she let Bob in. Yeah. I mean, I think,
2: she, I feel like she's let him in a little bit. Like, mm. he's not, he hasn't completely possessed her like Leland. Yeah.
1: But. Yeah. So, yeah, that's definitely I, – I agree with you. I, I, I but like I said, I,
2: when I, 25 years ago, I never – I didn't see the connection to it, it being her father. Yeah, that I, would could, be tough. I mean, as we go through it, though, there was times in this, in this diary where she's like, where's my parents? Like yeah. they're, they're in the next they're, – they're right down the hall. Why aren't they stopping
1: this? That's where I think maybe the people got the connection because he would drug his – Laura. Or, or no, Sarah. 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 Drug yeah. his wife. And then he would go and do what he wanted. Yeah. And nobody would help. So I yeah, I could definitely see that. I but at the other times when you see Bob like right. it's he's crawling through the window. Yeah. Yeah. Like is Leland going outside and crawling? climbing through the window. I'm glad
2: you mentioned the crawl in the window. You know, like, in the Unseen Twin Peaks, the scripts, we have a a dream. Maddie has a dream of somebody at the window and stuff like that. And I I don't think I could really talk to you about it yet because I wasn't ready to, but it's interesting. Maddie seemed to be starting to have similar things happen where where the window would be open. And this is I mean of course this isn't isn't canon, but this was something that was written as the script that Maddie I had saw the window open and thought that maybe something was going on that somebody was
1: kind of like stalking her or something. Interesting. And then Maddie did see Bob Crawl over the couch. It right. looked like he was coming through a window. You know the way oh, it was yeah, framed he was just up. Crawling,
2: but he was like, yeah, in her face. Yeah, and he
1: was climbing over the da- the table. And right. It did look very like if he was climbing through a window. Yeah. Like it's very weird. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's weird. Weird Some connections picture. there. Um. Oh, so we're I I know we're well. If you haven't read the book, you don't know this. But if you had, I know I get to this point in the, in the notes. Um, They have a drug run. Bobby, Leo, and Laura go to the lowlands and mm. they have this drug run. Right. It goes south because oh, Laura can... steals. Yeah, keep going. I'll go back to it. No, she steals the cocaine under her dress. And she almost die. Like, they almost all die. And they leave and guns start firing and they take off. Um, and Bobby's the one that, that, that shoots this guy, yeah. who possibly dead.
2: And in the pilot, it's Donna. Donna's in the woods with James, and she says that uh, Laura said that she thinks Bobby killed somebody. So this is the reference. Wow, I is didn't the, know that. Yeah, this is the reference to Bobby killing somebody. <laughs> I will say, somewhere down the line, the reference of Bobby killing somebody will change. But in this diary, it seems to be a connection to Donna saying to James... Laura said that Bobby might have killed somebody, and it seems like
1: this is... It just though? They get rid of that? Uh,
2: yeah, I'm not going to get into it, but I will Aww. say that later... Well, I can't get into it because you haven't seen stuff. Oh, so they, they, they might bring it up again down the series or at a, at a further point that maybe Bobby killed somebody else. But right now, it seems to be a connection to James... Donna's saying to James, Laura thinks that Bobby <sighs> killed somebody. Yeah, And, like, you know, the problem is she's so freaking high and so messed up that, yeah. like, she doesn't remember things and... You know, she doesn't know. But, you know, we were mentioning about Leo. So the first time we meet Leo is Bobby brings Laura to a party and sees Leo. But she also then runs into Renette. And – Yep. And, you know, I think – I when we first started this, one of the things – I you seem to be making references that maybe Laura and Donna were, were like, lesbians. Well, so, I thought
1: they were in love. I thought my Laura didn't have any, obviously, boundaries for women or guys. And I kind of felt like maybe so they you, had – So you
2: you figured that out right away. And I guess that's what I'm getting to is, like, in uh-huh. that party, we suddenly realized that Laura seems to have the hots for Renette.
1: Yeah, or – yeah, she had no prom um, to – like experiment with this girl, and they became friends. But I think yeah, Laura had no problem. Yeah, exactly. And I I got I got that out of yeah. Her or she's
2: bisexual, really. But yeah, yeah. She had yeah. no problem. But I thought it was interesting, and and it's something I wanted to discuss with you at some point. But I didn't want to. It, it, now seems the time now that they really are bringing it out. That, yeah. And even at that party, she um. Yeah, I, I'm. So, I'm so funny how I'm not gonna get into the. We deep, don't need the to get into details. details. She, did she, Read the she book. did. she basically had a dare, and she did. She yep. she got she got a hundred dollars out of that. She dare entertained instead, entertained, it, yeah.
1: entertained the guys with the other girl there. Right. Um. So. Yeah. So they. Bec- and then Bobby says, "Whatever you do, don't sleep with Leo." Yeah. Like warning her. Challenge accepted. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's like, "Well, you told me not to do something. I'm gonna do it." Aww. So. Leo, she ends up finally, like, uh, giving it to Leo one night because I think Leo was badgering Bobby about it. And basically Bobby's like, you know what? I love Laura. I don't want to be here for this. I'm leaving. And Leo takes Laura down to this cabin in the woods, which is that the same cabin in the show? Yes, it's It's Jacques' Jacques, 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 uh, cabin. With Waldo. Yep. Yeah, and they tie her to a chair, and like all these people, they have like an orgy. She's blindfolded, and then you come to find out it was Jacques was there, and I keep thinking of Jacques the way I see him in the show, and it's just so, it's the, the close-up of his lips. Bite the big, bite the bullet, baby. Yeah, like, it's yeah. just so creepy. She, at
2: one point, she said she kind of likes
1: that. Yes. She's attractive or something, I was like, okay, uh, everybody's got their taste, I guess. But but she it's... has a lot of different tastes. Yeah, she does, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so basically, you know, that's going on. And, you know, then they do a drug run. They do the drug run before the orgy. That happens. Um, but this is what I get to. Oh, she hits this. So she's driving home. After the drug run, it goes south. They go home. She's like, I just need to go home. She's high. She goes home. She hits a cat. She hits a little girl's cat. Mm. And she thinks about Jupiter. And... And she's crying and she's upset. And the little girl's like, are you all right? Stop crying.
2: It's it's, it's the little girl's cat. And she, of course, the little girl's going to be upset about her cat, but I think she she actually stops being upset about her cat because she feels so bad for Laura.
1: Yeah. And I wrote, um, is this her hitting her all-time low? And she sees herself in that little girl. And she's, like, thinking about, like, that was me and jupiter yeah and then she let troy out right her horse there uh, i didn't mention that her pony or horse right set it free set it free selfishly right and then i think why i I don't know yeah well at the time i guess he
2: would right it would be selfishly because she didn't feel like she deserved it or what but then i think ben horn comes back to her and basically says that it's all messed up from not being able to eat and yeah
1: and they end up like the uh like a, one of the people in the town had to shoot it and kill it they found it on this a railroad and it had missing its its you know horseshoes are, yeah, yeah. and like yeah like and laura realizes oh my god i let it free yeah thinking you could take it you know and i didn't realize right what i did and i'm like when she let that pony go i'm like why?
2: Why would Aww. you do that? And You're talking about the kid uh, the, with the cat. She also thinks at one point, too, about the fact that, like, oh, I hope I didn't bring Bob to her. Like, I hope that, like, yeah. this poor girl does not go through the same thing that I went through.
1: Yeah, because she talks a lot about th- the death of animals. Mm. Um, her cat and then this cat and then when the Meals on Wheels, she ends up going and one guy was dead. And she was looking... She spent a whole hour with the dead body of this older gentleman before she called the Uh, police. Yeah. Like, I think she was saying how, like, is death the escape? I almost feel like it was sort of like this recurring theme, like, after death there's nothing for her so she can escape Bob. Yeah. And you get that in the show. You definitely get that. Yeah, you get that,
2: like... I, and I, Cooper would say Laura Palmer did not commit suicide, but it was still this idea that yeah. she, you know, like if, if life would be better if she had just died and stuff. Yeah, that, that she, a- she that she wouldn't have to grieve and be in this pain and this situation that she's in.
1: Yeah. Um. I also wrote. I love the fact that even at fifteen, everyone drinks coffee. <laughs> she mentioned that her her mom would be. She wished she was at home reading in bed with her mom drinking coffee. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god. Sometimes we don't talk like I, adults.
2: I know I was drinking coffee and soda and stuff. I can know because I I, I definitely drank too much caffeine when I was in high school. I drank
1: I started drinking coffee when I was sixteen.
2: There you go. But so oh, yeah. I know,
1: I know, but it's so funny. It's just weird. I guess I know. You still think that like Do I feel out like, of touch or something? I, think I don't know. I think you're getting old and it's like, those oh, damn kids, what are they doing drinking know, coffee? But I did the same thing. <laughs> um oh. So I also feel uh, Leo and Bobby started taking advantage of Laura's drugged-up state. So, oh, yeah, you mentioned you know you, you mentioned even uh, Jacques and Leo and the cabin,
2: and they talk about that they were tying her up and stuff. So, yep. so like we kind of we knew she got tied up when uh, when before she was murdered and stuff like that. We, I mean, it's, sometimes it's, it's hard to understand. It's like, well, was that the killer or was this now reading this book or this not this a diary? Was this some kinky thing that yeah. she was involved with with Leo and uh, Jacques?
1: So, in put things in perspective, that the fact that she left James that night, she died. She left James to hang out with Bobby, uh, oh, Le- Leo, and, and, Jacques. Yeah. and Jacques.
2: Yeah, I don't think Bobby was involved, but well, we'll uh, see. We'll, we'll, we'll okay, see. I, uh, yeah, well,
1: well, this book wouldn't. No, the, Bobby wouldn't be there. It would be Leo and Jacques. Yep. And then if Bob killed her, because I, I still I know. don't know. I still don't know I how know, the killing happened. I know it's so
2: frustrating. I feel like there, there will be. I know it's hard to believe. Is there going to
1: be an episode that's going to explain how she? Uh, there got will a be a point where
2: we'll explain it in more detail. Surprisingly, you think you would think this mystery is over, but at some point we will okay. re- revisit it.
1: Because I still don't know that. Because I know. now
2: this. Bo- I don't know if it was a, a, said, and I, 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 I somebody, Because you don't know, I kind of enjoy not sharing with you because I do think at a point there will be a point yeah, where it's an clear. An aha
1: moment, yeah. An
2: aha moment. It might be the. Like, <laughs> It might be twenty episodes later or oh, something like man. that, but I mean, at some point we'll talk. I'll it. figure it out. Yeah,
1: but like, yeah, but it built it puts that pieces together. She she was with the goody two shoe James. She leaves him to go have fun, and then I feel. Now like... what
2: happens? What 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 happens to get her in the situation where she gets killed? Well,
1: in the book, she does have a bad experience where she gets tied up and she. Starts becoming claustrophobic and she's like, Please let me go. Yeah. And they think it's a game. Right. And then uh, I think Leo hits her or Jacques slaps her really hard and it knocks her out and she passes out. And then they untie, they're like, Ah, I think she's, there's something wrong. They untie and she like runs home. Yeah. And I'm feeling maybe the game, like, is the book, I feel like the book is probably not canon really. It's yeah. like this loose I mean, canon. It's loose canon
2: story. in the sense that, like, I mean, I think, even with the series, you everybody has their own interpretation and you have different writers. And so, you know, Mark Frost will say it, it's this way and yeah. David Lynch will say it's, it's this, this way, way and then other writers will say it that way. So I think this is Laura, I mean, this is Jennifer Lynch's interpretation of, yeah. of the situation. But. So
1: maybe, if I had to guess, something happens similar to that and then Bob gets a hold of her. Yeah. I kind of like where you're going with that. And I'm not Bob's, gonna say you're completely
2: right, but I would say you're. I think you're on, somewhere on
1: the right track. Because if Bob's places in the woods, Bob likes it when she's treated this way, and Bob knows it all. He sees everything, and I feel like that's when he comes out. Right after these experiences happen, he he really kind of comes out full force to really humiliate her and make her feel like crap. Right, and and especially when she's not on the drugs too, um, and. So then the question
2: always is going to be come down to, too, is why did Leland or Bob kill her at that time? Like, what what, what finally set, set them off to say, this is, you have to die now, or, you
1: you know. And, and I don't know if we I have the know. answer right now, yeah. but it's still, I don't it's, think it's I still, still
2: part of the mystery of uh, You know,
1: um, it would have been the diary, maybe, if he was reading it, he thought maybe she was getting too close to fear yeah. because there's missing pages. Right. And those pages were not ripped out by her right and unless sh- unless Bob was acting through her and she was ripping him out or yeah, something but I, don't, or, I mean yeah but then Leland would know right but Leland would Bob would know not Leland so when Bob possesses Leland Leland's the vessel and could physically hurt harm her yeah know? I think when there's physical altercation with her it's Leland hmm. and I think when it's just a spiritual thing that she's seeing it's just a spirit it's so complicated it is, it's very complicated
2: but i mean this is what i love about the show is that it's always about interpretation i mean everybody's going to look at it differently yeah exactly how, yeah yeah
1: so that's how i, I kind of figure it out now but um leo and bobby are taking advantage of laura's drugged up state basically i think bobby's in love with laura bobby starts selling drugs for leo so Laura can get free drugs. So Laura is taking advantage of Bobby. Yep. Just because she's getting free drugs and Bobby at the same time is in love with Laura and will will sell drugs. Because it makes him closer to Laura. You're right. Definitely. Yeah. And, that, and,
2: and and that's in that episode where, where Dr. Jacoby is trying to get answers and he said, did she, you know, make fun of you and stuff? And did he make you cry? She basically said, "He, she made me sell drugs. So he actually does confess to Dr. Jacoby that, 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 yeah. that yep. I, I don't know if he even wanted to, but she got, kind of just took advantage of him. And, yeah, in this, in this writing, she was so happy when she finally got him to start, uh, you know, selling, selling drugs so she could have some for herself and stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. sad.
1: Yeah. Um, oh i I, but bob is near oh i think bob is eating at her eating her fear like bob is um is her fear maybe like is her fear about her life decisions and stuff is like bob getting in like because she gets so ashamed and she has like this fear inside of her yeah about these things is that i feel like is that bob's gateway yeah. Like, that, like when she feels really shitty about herself. Right. That's when Bob shows up. Then she takes the drugs. And Bob, for some reason, can't get into her because she doesn't feel anything. Hmm. Like Bob is only there. Yeah, we kind of she...
2: talked about that before. It seems like that could be a, a way of numbing her and, yeah. and a protection. And...
1: Um, Oh, just, Laura tutors Johnny because he's nice to her and doesn't want to take from her. That was the other thing. Hmm. And he also says, I love you to her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, um, Do you remember, I don't know if you remember, it's so funny to think about Johnny. Like, I think the, I think it's the pilot
2: where Johnny is just hitting his head. I think it's yes. on, on a, a dollhouse where he just keeps banging his head. And it's like, how hard is it to tell him she's not coming back today, tomorrow, ever? And this is a, and that this, makes
1: total, Aud, Audrey's mom. And yeah, stuff. that yeah, makes Mrs. the Warren. reference now. Because yeah. I don't think I knew the reference. Right. That. So, well, yeah. She, the, yeah. Um, so, also, Laura writes in her diary that she does a Bob impression And she really felt bad because she goes off on Johnny because Johnny was just pushing her buttons. And she would have to take drugs to kind of keep herself calm. But she said she does a Bob impression. And I wrote, is it, but is that really Bob coming out? Is is that Bob, like, taking control of her briefly? That's
2: weird. And you know we talked about we talked in episode sixteen about the idea that uh, is it just the evil that men do? Could you say is it just the evil that women do and stuff? Yeah. Is this whole idea of Bob really just the bad that we all do in life? She loses her
1: cool, right? And it's easier just I did right. my Bob impression. Yeah.
2: I, I, yeah, I we we talk about this that you know I like both ways that there is a real evil demon spirit out there, mm-hmm. and you could just look at it as as what humans do. What so. humans do, yeah. and
1: they try to cope by using a yeah a different yeah. thing. Um, then I wrote, okay, Laura using Bobby We went over that Jacques and Laura in Waldo uh, So there's a f- Jacques, Laura and Waldo Oh, because Waldo is there Mimicking Mimicking and can say Laura's name very well And um, we, we get the history of Waldo Basically yeah. Oh uh, This is it Laura's dream this is a big reveal. Laura's dream about death. Bobby killing the guy during the drug run. And then death is like, death has a seat for Laura. Hmm. You're next. Um, And I guess because... It's almost like she's becoming obsessed with death. And yeah. that, that
2: death is the answer we're kind of saying. Yeah. And
1: because Bobby killed someone, they're saying, well, if you kill someone... It, it it's like revenge on you but it doesn't have to be you It could be someone you love a family member a friend oh i think
2: I, so is this i mean are you getting into the point where she's yeah. thinking can i make a trade with bob like bob will you leave me alone and then i can get somebody else if i get somebody else for you to, to torture will you leave me alone no and, no, no, like, no this uh is this else. is
1: something else where in her dream uh like the, because she finally realizes you know bobby did kill someone and then in her dream, death was basically saying, well, "Well, it could, it, it doesn't have to be Bob. It could be you." And like looks at her oh, and yeah. was like, "There's a seat waiting for you." Hmm. And that comes Hunt back there. up. Yeah. Um. Oh, so you know, so that happens, and then she has, she gets a phone. She would get phone calls from Jacques, like your application i gotta talk to Laura about her application <laughs> and that would mean like come to the woods so right. that was, was
2: renette would call it that yeah. was like their secret code for like oh we let's go party yeah
1: so basically she was doing a lot of drugs she was highly addicted she was going to this cabin a lot hanging out with those guys and she couldn't leave oh she was she she got donna it was around christmas time she got donna a denim jacket and she was like putting stuff on it because her and Donna kind of fell away and she really wanted to get Donna something nice. Mm. She got she, she got her denim jacket from her house. Her parents gave it to her and she was going to put like embroidered stuff on it. Yeah. Which it was interesting. That, I, I don't know. I, did Donna ever wear a denim jacket with stuff on it? I don't, Not that I, yeah, no. I can't no. remember.
2: I mean, they, lots of sweaters. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe it was the wrong season. Maybe it needed to be, uh, you know, winter time or... Uh... It, So Jacques
1: calls, and I think it's Jacques and Bobby on the phone, or maybe Jacques and Leo. But anyway, Jacques says he has a present for her, but it's inside this bra that uh, she would wear for them. So she goes into the bra, and this is interesting how much they fit in this bra. (laughs) It was a photo of a girl from Flesh Magazine. It was cut out. and. It could have been of Laura and Jacques, but it looked like a blonde girl. Oh yeah, it looked like Jacques. Jacques right. kissing her feet, and it had it said something, and then
2: I know it wasn't. It wasn't clear. Like they said, it, it looked like them, but it wasn't clear. Was it them? Yeah. I mean,
1: like I guess maybe we should interpret it as them. Did he take a photo, and then they submitted to Flesh World, and then he decided to cut it out to share that, or uh, that yeah. could have been the seed because later on she just starts she starts uh, selling stuff from Flesh World, right? So that could have been the seed to get her yeah. to do that. Um. But not only was this little clipping in there, but two joints, volume, a silver wand, and a gram of Coke. I was like, how did you fit all this stuff in a little bra oh, yeah. Like without her knowing? It was knowing? a pusher bra or something that you had
2: more... I don't know. Yeah. Wow. It was, a lot, it. It was yeah. a lot of stuff. It was a lot of
1: stuff. You know. And when they said silver wand, I have no idea what that is until I read it. I'm like, silver wand? Oh, oh. Oh, I got it. But I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I
2: think it's wand. I know at 15, I feel like I was, like, educated on uh, this is, like, my sex ed book or something yes, like this. Like, seriously. oh, okay. Yeah, it's and, a- like, I guess, should I know this? And
1: I, I didn't know, know. At 36, <laughs> I had no idea. I thought I was like, does she think she's a princess? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so uh, real quick, nope. do you think
2: this book is intended, for, is intended for our audience? It definitely has a very feminine... Um, it made me think of like what is what is the new book or uh, not newer Twilight. Oh, Twilight! I was even thinking of like the Gray book. What is I'm terrible at oh, it. Uh, Fifty
1: Shades of Gray. Fifty
2: Shades of Gray. Is this, is this is this is this was this geared more towards females? Do you think or is this, I is don't, this or I mean I guess we have such a, a a Twin Peaks cult that it was for all Twin Peaks. But it, I
1: think it's for all Twin Peaks fans. I don't. I I think all sh- you know shows are, with this nature are probably intended for more adults. Yeah. Kids are gonna get into it if they get into it, and I guess a, uh, a teenager could read this and pretty much understand a lot of it, maybe not all of it. Um, may you know, and take away something different, but um, yeah, I think it was just for Twin Peaks fans. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. I feel
2: very. I mean, it's very feminine, in that some of this yep. stuff like it's like the. the it's funny when like read this. and It's like, should I even be reading this? I like, know you <laughs> feel dirty I'm afterwards. Dirty up, you yeah. feel
1: like. You know, near the end, it's kind of chilling because you you get wrapped. I got wrapped into it in a way like, this is really Laura's diary. She's a real person. And then I'm like, she's not a real person. But, like, (laughs) you kind of feel like you are. The book does in the middle, when it gets really wordy about the drug run, it almost starts reading like a normal book. Right. It becomes, like, too detailed. Yeah. And I almost, like, it took me out of the diary aspect and just took me into a story. But then after that big piece, it goes back to kind of a journal style.
2: It's a tricky thing to do because you you want to have a journal and share about her life, but you also want to get details about the story and things going on. So it's a tricky thing to do. He, and, I mean, there's times definitely. where she would be quoting other characters and say, "This character said this," and you'd get like a paragraph, maybe yeah, of the yeah. character saying this. And it's like, "Wow, were you? Did you have your notebook <laughs> and you were writing?" it? It's like, keep telling me stuff. But it's it's a very it's a very hard thing to do to yeah. try and tell a, a diary, but also get I maybe mean, backstory about Twin Peaks characters and the exactly. Town, you
1: know. And it was well done. I think all oh, in all, it, it. was yeah. definitely yeah. well done. Uh, so I wrote: Laura finally falls in love with Bobby, but. Bob makes a comeback. So, Laura finally, like... Bobby has admitted to Laura, I love you. Pushed him away. So, one night, and this is like New Year's, and... I, like, she finally realizes they're in love. And, mm. and they, instead of having sex, they just make love. And she says that. And she says they both felt it. But she also knows that she can't be with him. And then, um... Uh, Bob makes a comeback and I feel like because her guard is down yeah in this weakness of maybe being in love with someone Bob gets his way back into her See, anytime it seems
2: like she's her life is getting better and yeah. she and she can have, be happy it seems like Bob seems to come back into the picture
1: um anything on that Ben
2: no I I mean I'm you a better sense of the notes I mean
1: do we get to a point where Shelly I mean Oh, I'm coming up to that. All
2: right. We'll get back to it. Yeah, we we'll com-
1: Oh, yeah. Um,
2: no, no, no. That's all right. We'll keep going.
1: Laura opens up to Johnny about her life. Yeah, we already got into that. Um, and then she sets up a P.O. box because she starts selling pictures from Flash Magazine.
2: And that P.O. box becomes part of the TV the show, TV where, show. Where, they, where I think was it ten thousand grand, or I forgot how much it was? That the money that was in there, and, and the Flesh World magazine. Yeah.
1: So the Flesh World stuff actually makes more sense because I read this book. Yeah. I always felt a little bit lost when it came to the Flesh World. I understood. It wasn't f- detailed. They would. I mean, and I I shared with you the unseen stuff. That yeah. They, that it was kind of like
2: a scam that they were pulling to basically, you know, put, put pictures in there in the hopes that people would write in and they'd they'd send more pictures if you paid them or panties or something like yeah, that. But that was yeah. never clear in the TV show.
1: Yeah, and they, they would always find. The magazines in odd spots. no yes. they found one in the like the ceiling, the lamp there, Yeah, so this totally opens up the whole thing. in that Leo, it was a Leo Jacques and her thing. Yeah. and um, she would get, and she would spend a lot of that money on drugs. It was basically drug money right. for her. It's
2: too bad. Where she get that money, and then she would get money for uh, for Johnny to be watching Johnny, and that yep. money just kept, I mean, just kept on going into up her drugs. Nose. Up yeah, the funny thing, and then she probably would get some free stuff from from. Uh, uh, from bobby so she's getting she's getting bobby bobby drugs and then she's also making she's making a good amount of money i think johnny horn it was like two hundred dollars a month she was getting yep and that's that's a good amount of money in 1989 yeah yeah
1: and she just couldn't hold on to it um also okay so there's a big part this is where the book kind of becomes more of a story but like instead of a journal she she's going to the cabin and she decides to go to uh route 21 I think um, yes. and the truckers, these truck these drunk truckers come in and this is where it's it is scary you read it and I'm like, oh my God, I was like dead my seat is yeah. this is this how is this something where she gonna die because it's near the end of the book and I'm like, yeah. is this something gonna be and she uses her 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 ways that she's have had with men to escape these drunk guys basically will wanting to just rape her and have yeah. their way with her. And she stands up for herself, and she's hoping they'll pass out. And she actually, her and this one guy, she's like, yeah, we can go in the truck and fool around. And then, you know, smashes his head with a bottle and just runs. Right. You know? And, like, she... She ran to the cabin, which makes me feel she must have been close to that cabin. Why did she go to that road? She was hitchhiking. Well,
2: the funny thing is, if you remember, I think I've shared this with you. I don't know if it's clear on the TV show, but Sparkwood in 21 is where James let her off, and then she ran into the woods and... Clearly, uh, Jacques' cabin must not be that far away because that's where she goes the night of her death and stuff like that. So yeah. it makes me wonder if, if they were at, near Sparkwood in 21, the truckers, and she must have not been too far from the cabin as exactly. well. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, she wasn't that far away. Um, hold on. So...
2: And it's like, you know, what I love about, what I like what Jennifer Lynch did is like, this is a complex woman. She's not a, she's not a weak woman. I mean, she's yeah. been, she's been victimized. She's been, you know, she's, she's been through a lot and yet she's a very strong character. I mean, she, she can take, and this scene really shows that she can take care of herself and she can defend yep. herself and, and she defends herself in different ways, physically and emotionally and mentally. And she does a lot of ways to try and protect
1: herself. And, yeah. I kind of, it, it did show a lot about her character. Yeah. Like it. It was near the end, I mean, as much as she is going down this weird, this bad path, yeah, it did show that maybe it, it kind of prepared her for something like this. Like, she was strong enough to take care of herself. Right. And use with what she knows to get these guys off of her back. Yeah. You know? But, yeah, I definitely agree. Like, it was, um, it was a, it was a good part of the book. I, like, the drug run and this part were my favorites. <laughs> um... And then we find Troy. We talked about that. Was there any significance with the name Troy with the pony? I mean, being, or the horse being named Troy. I mean,
2: maybe the Troy, as in, uh, what is it? See, I'm terrible. i literature. My, and, oh, and, yeah, and, uh, I know.
1: Yeah. Greek mythology. Greek
2: mythology. So maybe I don't. This is horrible. You always do this to me. Sorry, no, sorry. If I sorry. knew ahead of time, I would be prepared for I, it. But I, 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 I think there they was. probably. I probably is. There's probably something behind the scenes. Write in and let us know what you think the the hidden message between Troy and Troy pony the horse there
1: and yeah it's another animal that dies you know yeah. jupiter not troy that girl's cat um okay oh yeah so this is where i come to shelly and bobby so she knows they, they're hanging out and she knows that Bobby seems to be looking at Shelly a lot around Leo, too. He's, he,
2: yeah. he's such a dumb guy. <laughs> I mean, he was pretty dumb sometimes in this show. Yes. And now he's going to like, oh, I'm hanging around Leo and, and Shelly. And I'm just going to, like, check out Shelly. Shelly. Check out.
1: And basically, Laura's like, you can, are you having an affair with Shelly? And he gets violently, no, I, but basically that How means. dare you? That basically means he is. And it, she's, in a way, she seems like she's okay she with totally that. She totally is okay because yeah. she's fooling around with Leo. Yeah, that's true. You know, and Jacques. So she's just like, he can do that. Right. She it seems totally me... fine with yeah. it. She's totally fine with it. And she thinks that Shelly and Bobby would make a good couple. And she thinks that her and Leo are cut, she says, cut from the same cloth huh. in the in the, her diary.
2: And that's disturbing. Yeah. Yes. Because he doesn't seem like a very nice guy. I no. Mean- and, and, I mean, but Leo has
1: more character in this book than he does in the show.
2: That's true. We don't. He is. Kind of, he's kind of one dimensional in the show at
1: times. He like, various. he did, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's mo- the most exciting he gets is when he's in his coma. <laughs>
2: <laughs> new shoes, new shoes.
1: Um, Laura and Donna's friendship is dying or dead uh, at this point they it's pretty non-existent it's
2: funny. i didn't read i mean like i said i haven't read this in 25 years i had no idea how how far apart they got, they got very, like it makes no the seri- sense in the show right in the series that they, they seem the best of friends and and yeah it's it's strange in some ways how how much they had a falling out
1: yeah but, very far yeah. like yeah I, I yeah i really don't know because they make no mention of it so um then we find out laura's pregnant going back to that dream of being yeah, pregnant right. Laura's is pregnant with someone's baby you don't find out who but um she has an abortion right yeah that's right because you know i'm reading it and I look yeah. at the date and i'm like is she having a baby and then i'm looking at the dates and i'm like no that is that's only a month okay a couple weeks away so yeah
2: um, I thought she was seven weeks pregnant or something like that, but it, but right, she she terminates the child. She terminates the child, and,
1: or... and she mentions how the hands of the doctor remind her of Bob mm. and stuff. She's having all these Bob flashes, yeah. with different people, right? Um, so that's interesting because that, like I said, could that have been, you know, Bob, have,
2: right, or it could have been her her father? It could have
1: been a, a sibling. <laughs> now here's the question. No, yeah, who brought her there? Did she pay for that? Her parents don't know, right? Like, any and then at one this? point she
2: says that she she thought about asking Maddie to come along and yeah. help, and then she decided not to. But yeah, I don't, I don't know if she, it's that easy for her to just go in by herself. She's a minor too, so I don't
1: exactly, yeah. yeah. I guess
2: we're not to read too much into yeah, it. Yeah, uh. it's
1: kind of yeah, exactly. Um, Mrs. Uh, missing Pages, and Bob is back. So these pa- these these pages that could mean something, and Bob is back. Yeah, and Bob's they're going back and forth with dialogue, right? With her and Bob. Now, I, I, Jennifer Lynch
2: mentions at some point somewhere where um, some of the book was censored, and and the, and she had to rip out some of the pages. I don't know if she's joking <laughs> on that because clearly the the rip pages are supposed to let us think that. That there's there's secrets about who killed Laura Palmer in there, but yeah, I don't know yeah. if Jennifer Lynch also really did mean that some of it was too risque to have in the book. Yeah, but
1: I feel like we already hit the most risque stuff, so there's <laughs> nothing.
2: I don't know. We did go. Yeah, we went. We went. We went there.
1: Yeah, there's oh. a lot of risque stuff in the beginning. Um, so after the abortion and everything, she goes sober. I think she mentions she's been sober for like 17 days or uh, and I X think amount she, of she days. Was, she
2: was starting to get sober when she really, she had the baby. So it's interesting in a way that like. Did she contemplate maybe keeping the baby? Is that why she went sober? And yeah. then and then yeah, between between after after that and, and then being with
1: James, she seemed to stay sober for a while here,
2: right? Because at this yep. point she is she with James yet or they Yeah. Being, yeah.
1: they don't she mentioned James around this time period. Um she starts the meals on wheels and meets Harold. Um she but then what happens is she meets Harold and she kind of is toying with Harold, and she references the fact that she toys with Harold like Bob toys with her, hmm. you know? Yeah. And that was an interesting thing. Right. That she, she, she's like, is that Bob still trying to take care, take hold of her? Yeah. And she's doing one to others what someone's done to her. Right. You know, she's toying with Harold yeah. a little bit because it's fun. Right. And she feels wrong about it because that's what Bob would do to her. Yeah. So that was interesting. Little she did uh, mention
2: about him, his problem where he couldn't leave, and it was, and it wasn't like this all all the time. Yeah. Like it's just one day he he just couldn't leave anymore. And I think she mentioned something about a bird. Which I mean, and the bird is mentioned many times. But I look at that bird. as are we talking about the owls again or something yeah, like that? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Maybe
1: he thinks there's something out, out there that, to get him. Yeah. Right? And,
2: and it's funny, and then that makes me think of the log lady where it was like, I don't know, it's episode 5 where the log lady says, we're safe in here. The, I think she says the owls won't get us in here. Yep. We have to go back to that, but I think she she basically says the same thing in some ways that the owls can't get, get us in, here. In, they, in. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: So it all kind of connects? I yeah, think. I, I mean I feel like there's these
2: missing pieces that we never did get to see in the series, and I feel like there's still something more about Harold that we don't really understand.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, Um, I mean, it was kind of cool to see him in this book and you get more understanding and yeah. um she even mentions how he gives her stories but from the books he reads you know not really his own stories. yeah so like, he was collecting journals like you're saying right
2: like, it was, yeah it was based on a real person that 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 did this where he, he the guy would uh pay people to come and tell mm. their stories and stuff and yeah
1: and he was just regurgitating stuff that he read right yeah um so she does the meals on wheels She meets Harold, Um, but then, you know, she realizes that being sober sucks because she's losing all her friends. Nobody wants to talk to her, um, and life's becoming boring, and um, the manager from um, the perfume store...
2: Right, Horns, yeah. Yeah,
1: Horns, and then she gets the job at One-Eyed Jacks, or as I like to call it, Black-Eyed Jacks, (laughs) and she starts drugs again. Right. She, like... After she gets this job, and the guy's like, Can you dance? Can you make money? You want to make money? Right. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, She goes to Renette. Yep. And it's like, I'm back in business, baby.
2: Yeah. And then, like. <laughs> and you know, and, and in the series, Ben Horn would say he didn't even know that she was offered a job at One Eye B- uh, Jacks and stuff like that. So this happened, you know, behind his back. Because usually it seems like Ben Horn is pulling the strings on a lot of this stuff. But this is something that the.
1: But in the show, Ben Horn mentions that. He had sex with her. Yes. Yeah, so he knew He I knew,
2: knew she, once she was already there. Oh. I think I think she was only I wanna say she was only there a week or maybe less than a month or something okay. like that. But yeah, you're right.
1: Um and then she writes this down and I was wrong, not thirteen. This diary takes place between twelve and sixteen. That's when my jaw dropped. I was like twelve. This diary starts when she's twelve. It right. ends right after her sweet sixteen. I I don't That's have so I young. Still, I
2: still think she was seventeen in the series. So I still wonder if this, yeah. the timeline is wrong on the diary because I'm pretty. I still feel like she was seventeen. I even think Cooper said that she she was only seventeen. Um, she was the homecoming queen.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, no, she mentions how she's the homecoming queen and how she was like, do these people not see me who I am? And she's talking about like i'm a horrible person how how can i be the homecoming queen right and all it, this stuff. It, it,
2: it, we go back to this duality in the sense that like she had an amazing grade she was an honor student she uh, yeah she did all these things for, in the high school yeah, and, uh, yeah in the community and so she i mean she's kind of like a model kid to at least the community in many ways yeah and yet at this time same time at nighttime she's going out partying and doing drugs and having orgies and, and orgies and
1: <laughs> yeah um and oh, actually, after she starts drugs again, and but when I check she sees Bob again. She starts seeing Bob, um, and then, so then I I connected all of the second diary. She writes a second diary that will be her happy life of what people know her as straight A's and happy Laura, and that will be the diary that the police take away. Um, and then this diary that you read is actually the one Harold has. Yep. And She gives it to Harold because she knows. It's in good hands that nobody will find. Well, she thinks no one's going to find it. Yeah. And Harold's not going to give it to anybody. And he tries his best. And I think maybe he kills himself in the show because he feels bad that he, um, maybe he feels bad that he, um, he uh, disappointed Laura.
2: Yeah. Or, but maybe Bob. I mean, I were, maybe Bob or, made
1: a visit to him.
2: Maybe, and that's where we we remember I shared with you the script. That uh, in the script it seems like Mike came came there the one armed man and said that Bob wasn't there. But I always thought that maybe there was Bob in there. I also think he killed himself. Harold killed himself because he felt violated. You know, he let Donna into his home. Yeah. And Maddie and him came and they tried to steal his book. And he felt like you know these are this is his life. His you know his you know he felt like they took advantage of him in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
1: Oh, and she starts to see Doctor Jacoby, and um. And she feels like she is starting to become like Bob. Hmm. And she starts telling Jacoby, like, everything. And he's just kind of like, well, it's all right because blah, 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 blah. And he was (laughs) very, like, I forgive you. Nonchalant. Yeah, yeah. yeah." It's all right. And I think she... She almost started hating him for that. Right. She was just like, Yeah, you know I mean
2: I think he was falling in love with her yeah. and he just wanted he he, he, he just would, wanted to be like, Okay, everything's good.
1: Just keep coming to me yeah, come, see me and, and stuff. Here's a tape recorder and you could start recording right. everything. It's a pink
2: tape recorder that she got from him for as a Christmas present. Yeah. And, stuff, so yeah, and
1: that's when on the show he has the tape and she and she was giving him even like darker stuff from even beyond the diary stuff. Yeah, you know? Um and why did I, st- I? Was that it? Um, well, that's it. I have other stuff. I mean, I can. Yeah, what's I, the other stuff? Am look, I missing? Well, that, well, in June's pretty much the, the June Fourth,
2: nineteen eighty nine, entry she mentions about uh Josie and that she taught Josie lessons
1: uh, of English of
2: English so i think i think Josie had mentioned it to Norma that she was getting picked on at work or she was having problems cuz she had trouble with English and Laura yep. ta- Laura was being good but here's something that like L- uh, Josie was hitting on uh on making passes or seemed to w- want to make out with Laura and yeah, stuff yeah
1: she she didn't which, like it
2: yeah, she didn't like it, and like in the series, you never get the sense that maybe that Josie's bisexual. I mean, we have these; she she has these exchanges with Jonathan, and yeah. you know, of course Harry Truman and stuff. But I thought that was, in a way, it makes her more three dimensional. And this is Jennifer Lynch having the license to basically say, "This is what I'm I'm going to do with this character." So I I found it fascinating, just. As something yeah. that we never see in the series that, that we – another another twist to the character, I guess.
1: Yeah, and like the fact that, you know, she can't help – everybody's falling for her. But I feel like Laura only likes and, it when she's in charge.
2: Right, and everybody's falling for her, but everybody's always trying to take advantage of her. And I think, oh, yeah. I think, I think sometimes she that, – that makes her so angry that like – She just wants people to care for her and to be good to her, and she feels like she does nice things, and then people abuse her and take advantage of her and stuff. And this was one of those times where it's like, I'm trying to teach you how to, you know, I'm trying to teach you English, and you're you're trying to make out with me. Yeah. And it's kind of disturbing that, you know, she's 16, you're saying? She's 16, and we have this adult woman doing this.
1: But not only that, I mean, you have Jacques, who's a much older man. Yeah. Leo, who must be in his early 20s. Oh, Leo's so old in that,
2: probably. Yeah, he's yeah. Late, late 20s, and, probably. And, and an orgy,
1: not. and she's 15. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So to me, it sounds. And it starts at 13, at age of 13. Because right. 12, she's 12. It, things get a little bit dark with Bob. But then as you go 13, 14, 15, like, yeah, oh it's just. Yeah. that's, It's so weird. Why did they pick these. Uh, why did they pick this age? Why didn't they go from, like, maybe 15. But maybe because it makes it even more disturbing. More disturbing. Well, yeah. I mean, it's I mean,
2: the, the twelve happens around the time that she be, is actually starting to uh, get her periods. She's starting to become yeah. a, a, the, a woman, woman yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. In some ways, I, yeah, I don't know if that's one reason that she's becoming uh, almost like a grown up. She's not quite there to being yeah a, yeah. a full blown woman that it. But, exactly. but, you know, I, yeah. I, I, almost all the men in, in this in this diary are horrible people. I mean, we think – I actually found – there's one guy in this whole – uh, the whole diary that is a decent guy. Can Johnny? You, oh, Johnny's okay. <laughs> I mean, he, John, Johnny's good, right. But, yeah, I guess, yeah. he, Johnny's – I mean, I don't know if he could be any different. I mean, he's because of his Well, mentality. I feel like
1: Harold because
2: – Oh, I guess Harold. So, there's a few people. I, <laughs> here's what I was thinking. Johnny and Harold? Hey, or John, who am I missing? Dr. Hayward. Donna's father, and she—I think she brings him up at the beginning of the book. Of it is very like,
1: disturbing because she's like she liked the thought of her coming into the world, and he's she's holding her. Oh yeah, but it almost I like she had a crush. Tr- oh she really, had like a
2: crush on him? I don't want to think that. I want to think that it was she felt comforted and loved by somebody. Yeah, but maybe it, but she was
1: like a father. He was like a true
2: father. He figure. was a true
1: father. I really sense that that like he yeah, was always right. there.
2: I mean, he was th- when she came to visit him. She felt like he loved her,
1: and she didn't want Mike to sell drugs with Bobby because she felt that Mike would tell Donna and Donna's dad would find out and mm. then that would be horrible. Yeah. And then we actually get to see Mike a couple times. Yeah. It's just like the series. He's in it for a little bit. <laughs> now, now, what happened Now Mike and Donna were an item, but in the show, well, I mean, it's they're see- not an item at all. They were an item in the pilot. But then after that, you didn't really. Well, yeah, because I mean, I think when I, in mean,
2: the pilot, you know, he, he got into the f- fist fight at the roadhouse and um, he comes looking – he try, He finds her at the roadhouse, and he tries to grab her arm. And, and, I, feel, and I feel like she started having a feelings for James. And so that basically uh, ended the relationship. Of, that, was
1: so, that was so quick. Yeah. And it was so long ago for me, so right. I guess you're right. It yeah. is
2: unfortunate in some ways that they didn't develop Mike a little more because he kind of was a bad guy. But he, they could have done more with him. But, yeah.
1: yeah, but in the book, it's so funny because she's like, he's an ass. <laughs> I feel bad for her. But it's like I feel like she was projecting – her um her insecurities onto that couple because they were like the perfect couple yeah because she even says oh they might even get married like mm. um and I you know she's almost like jealous of this it's like they're the opposite the polar opposite of what she's going through in life and I feel like she was always projecting onto Donna and Donna's boyfriend what was happening to her like, yeah she seemed very like. Uh, He's a jerk, and I hope he doesn't lay a hand on her and all this stuff. And I it's mean, like, I want
2: to—I want to believe that she, she cares a lot about Donna and she wants a better life for Donna than herself. I want to. Yeah. But you could look at it the other way, kind of yeah. like, who does she think she is, or something. Yeah. But I, I want to believe that she's a good friend and she wants a better life than, than maybe she even has.
1: The, yeah. 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 But yeah. Um. And then the diary. So wait, I mean, I, I, yeah, like no, you, I mean, you, you I mentioned the, the you mentioned
2: the one-eyed uh, Jax. Yep. And uh, she does get into a, a a thing with Blackie, where um, I think she says she, she kind of looks in and she's doing uh, heroin, and she basically says she wants money. But then they get into some sexual stuff, but and then she basically gets fired and stuff like yep. that. From from it. it's interesting, but then it ends. That diary entry ends with P.S. I'm going to have to tell the world about Benjamin. Or, and, and, and that's in, what they read in the yeah in the, the show. in the TV show Ben Horn or something yeah, like that yeah, Ben I, John Horn or something like that so we don't know Cooper doesn't know is Ben Horner, why why Laura would want to talk about Ben Horn but I think it really is just a reference that he owns One Eye Jack
1: yeah yeah it really it's because he owns his place and right because that's all like it was crap. talked about
2: it was talking it talked about you know yeah I don't yeah. think there's any other uh, there's any other
1: connection for him that nope. he, it's not yeah. yeah I mean so like really there's no evidence other than that. Yeah, yeah. Ben Horn well, is like, then she, ben and then did she
2: once. had well, Audrey. I mean, Audrey would would have uh, came to him and, yeah. and said all the bad things, and she she said, "Oh, Ben Horn slept with Laura." So there was, there were definitely some secrets that Ben Horn never came out and told people that made yeah exactly. you know, arrest him. But you're right; they never was proof really yeah, he that he killed yeah.
1: Laura. Um, and then there's more pages ripped out, and then the ending. Um, it's pretty much near the ending of the diary.
2: Yeah, it really is. It's just about the end. It says. Um, and so the the last uh, entry is undated, and it says, "Dear diary, I know who he is. I know exactly who and what Bob is, yeah. and I have to tell everyone. I have to tell someone and make them believe." And know, and, uh, and she talks about how there's torn pages and there's private pages, and that uh, and that she's so afraid of death, and then she's gonna you know give Harold, I think, the diary and stuff. Yeah, but,
1: and so I feel like those pages were ripped out by Bob
2: yeah, I think that I think that definitely would lead to believe that. I, I yeah. kind of feel
1: like the whole time that Bob was reading this reading this. and i I feel like we know Leland's the killer. We know Bob possessed Leland. And I feel like the time she was molested out in the woods was probably by her dad with Bob. Mm. Obviously, Bob's always in Leland when something bad happens. And then I feel like there's other times where Bob just shows up as a spirit wanting to take over her. And I feel like she, Bob wanted to take over her, too. Yep, I think so. And it was just, yeah, it's a, like a struggle yeah. of her being herself, wanting to be accepted, wanting to be, you know, uh, not being taken advantage of and owning her own body and not having someone else do that. Because she's always preparing herself for Bob. Yeah, you know, right. Which was really sad. It is sad. Yeah, so sad. And
2: I, I don't know if we ever realized in this in the series that she she might have known who, who 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 Bob was like. And I think that's interesting that she At said I end. know exactly who and what Bob is. So it's not only that a Bob could be a person, but she knows what he is he and is. stuff like that. Who,
1: who? like an owl? Yes. Yeah. Who is that a connection? No, um, I don't think so. <laughs> I know who reading? Bob is.
2: So, what do you think? I mean, what do you think of this of this uh, novel and stuff? I mean, it's I intense. Mean, it was, I mean, we was, we, of course, we didn't get into anything graphic, really. No, there's no need to. Yeah. I mean,
1: you read it, you know what happens in it. And I read it in four hours. It's a quick read, um, because of a lot of the missing pages. Um, really? But yeah, it 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 was. Yeah, I I kind of got wrapped into it only because I almost like I lost myself in a way. Like I thought like this is like her diary. Yeah, you know, and I like the stories of the drug. Like I said, the drug run and um that kind of story driven stuff. Right. Um, but all in all, I thought it was cool. Like I thought like it gave you a lot more about Laura because you don't know much about her other than she died and she was a wild woman. Right. But now I have more perspective. So I kind of feel bad saying, well, she just did it or whatever. But now you know yeah. the history. So it, it makes her more of a person. She's complex. I yeah, mean, she's very yeah.
2: complex. And I, I mean, I think you have more sympathy for her That, like, what she the had to go The show doesn't through. give you that no. sometimes. I Not don't know. enough. I mean, you see you see some video clips of her. You hear some audio clips and stuff like that. But you don't really ever get to see that, like... Wow, she you know and it wasn't and it wasn't until the mysteries were pretty much revealed that you realize she was molested and that she was going through a lot. I mean I mean here I mean we're talking about the diary, it was four years that she was dealing with Bob and stuff. I or mean, even longer. It As could it have been even longer, longer yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I figure
1: Or did Bob not take advantage of her until she had her first period. That's what it seems like. And I yeah. feel like
2: the series says that um Or somewhere I did. I remember her saying that it was. uh, He's been having me since I was twelve, or something like that. So I, I, yeah, yeah. I
1: I remember that makes sense. So yeah, so yeah. I mean, yeah. So I think the book, if you're a fan, you got to read it because it gives you that makes Laura more dimensional and not just a dead body. You know, she's just in the show. I kind of feel like she's just the mystery, got to figure it out. But here, who was the person behind the mystery? Right. Can you imagine if they did a show with all this in it? Yeah. Right, totally. What would like, that be like? Huh? Showtime. I mean, with them being on Showtime, I feel like they can get away with this stuff. Yeah. I mean— Would you want to see—so if, if they decided they wanted to do a show
2: where uh, they talk about the seven days before Laura Palmer was murdered, would you want to see that?
1: If they did flashbacks?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they did a—maybe a, 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 they did a mini series or a movie or something where they did that. That would be
1: interesting. Yeah. I mean, I mean— we don't need to see like I like the drug run stuff, her going down a downward spiral, um, would be interesting. I it gave more to the character, I think. Yeah. I mean not everything we need to see. Right. Um I don't want to see Jacques and Leo and Laura having orgies. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, but because with Kate, with with being on Showtime, I think they can get away this book was almost written in a way that would be something shown on a a cable yeah, channel sure. where the show was on a network channel. So you couldn't get right. away with the bg
2: 13 version of this and stuff. Yeah. You know, the only thing that was missing for me in the diary, which I know you can't really do because it was supposed to be revealed in the TV show, but the, you know, Donna's reading the diary and there's the whole red room scene and and Laura has the same dream as Cooper. And it's like, of course, I would love to have that in the diary. I would love to be reading it and her telling about, I I had a dream and I thought it was Mike and we were in this red room and this dancing man and stuff. Mm. I know you can't do it because that was the big reveal for the mystery of uh, the solve, and stuff, but it was still kind of like, oh, I wish, maybe you know. The last chat. There could be the missing pages. Right. That's what you do. It's like, you re-release the diary and you say, we we found, we found yes. some pages and stuff, and, and you could add in you know, pages from the TV series or something that like that. That would be
1: cool. Put I the know. missing pages back. Now,
2: you don't need to put them all back and stuff, yeah, but I mean, yeah. you could put a couple in there that, uh, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean,
1: the mystery's out there now, so people know it, so you can have fun with the book now. You're not worried about spoiler.
2: So, Brian, I think that we covered everything, really. I mean, that was the diary of Laura Palmer. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. 25 years later. Now, do you think it's still kind of, I mean, it still re- relates to what's going on in our lives Today, I mean, we still have, you know, women who are trying to, or young girls trying to find themselves. And uh, unfortunately, we still have uh, abuse in the world as well. Yeah, I think
1: you could read it, it can uh, someone who were to read this now, it's still
2: maybe a caution
1: tale of of what can happen. Yep. To, yeah, so that's
2: our show, and um, thank you, Lindsay Bowden. Yes. For her time uh, and the, for the the Twin Peaks festival, and that's coming up real soon, only a few weeks away. Thank I you. I wish for I was be- in the UK. I know it looks <laughs> really good. I'm really, I mean, I'm really excited to hear more about it when after it. So uh, we're gonna leave you with a clip of uh, Cheryl Lee reading from the diary and this comes from um there was a twin Peaks cop rock special that alan thick actually hosted this is right before this the, the season premiere of the second season so I thought it'd be fun to have actually have Cheryl Lee reading from the diary I thought it would be cool kind of cool
1: and one day she will hopefully read the whole diary I'm hoping I'm
2: hoping they come out with an audiobook That'd or, be cool. or you know for the UK festival they're gonna be they're gonna that's what they're doing they're, they're gonna she's gonna be reading a, a, a piece of it and stuff oh wow that would be really cool that's cool so uh like us um on uh facebook yeah yeah twin peaks unwrapped yeah we're on twitter at twin peaks unwrapped we you can uh uh you can re- you said do a review on itunes
1: please review and rate us yes yeah
2: and we're uh, you know we're at twin peaks uh, Unwrapped.com, and i think that that's pretty much it right in could,
1: comments please keep those emails coming yeah we've twin getting Pe- feedback all the right. time
2: on our email twin peaks unwrapped at gmail.com yeah
1: that's cool. and
2: yeah and so next week we'll probably be back to a regular uh, episode episode ten
1: yeah and, and uh, I don't know the killer
2: you still don't know the killer in those right.
1: episodes I do not really know the killer
2: and I, I, what I look forward to the, <laughs> in, in the future Brian might whisper who he thinks the killer is and that'll be fun that'll be yes. fun to get to those uh to, to, is he right that's the question thanks again
1: dear diary. Falling in love
0: is like holding a white flag out to your enemies and saying we give up.
2: We're in love. Love is surrender.
1: I can't do that until I know for certain that Bob is really dead. Until there is a corpse that I can kick as many times as I please. God, I hope that
0: day comes soon.